When I pull up here, yeah, and you pull up like a law with candy. Speaking from your burner, saying you can't stand me. <laughs> Fresh like I just got a contract. Yo, 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 yo. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody out there? How y'all doing? Welcome back um, to another episode of Hoops and Brews. It's your boy TPJ. What's good? How y'all doing out there? What up, guests? Yes, what's good? What's up, sir? How y'all feeling what's out up, there? What's up, sir? How are you? Pavy, how you Wonderful. feeling? It's late at night. What's good, man. What's good? How you living? What? Now you ain't got nothing to say? What y'all been up to over there? Y'all, y'all got more time during the day to do stuff. I'm done with the day. My day's over now. Uh, I mean, I guess we got more time in the day to do stuff. I mean, um, I'm I do probably this- just going to... Yeah, I do the same thing every day, bro. Like, it's not even at my daily routine. It's like the same five things maximum That's funny. every day. I play 2K. Same routine now. I play 2K. I try to make a song. I might watch some basketball-related content. Mm-hmm. I talk on the phone, and I go to sleep. That's funny. Because, Josh, you're still working, right? No. Oh, yeah. No, my, okay. um, I have I have decent enough seniority. I don't have to go back for a little while. So okay. It's good. Shout out to that. That's good. Shout out to you, I, Josh. I've been golfing every morning. Oh, okay. All right, turn up. Yo, I had a plan to learn how to play golf by next February. I took this lady golfing, and um, we had made, like, a little thing. We were going to link back up and like, next February and, like, go golfing again. Like, I'm mad that I can't go out and, like, learn how to golf. Golf is actually mad, very competitive. Like, I understand why Mike will go golfing every day. It's actually really competitive because you don't have that much control. Yeah, and you get to drink Like, golf. you I'll do what you don't. I'll tell you right now. I played so many different sports, and like after a while, like you just get used to it, you just figure it out. But golf is like the only sport that like you really need to put work in. It ain't, it doesn't just come to you. Like you need to go out and you need to just play. I can believe it. Like I can, cause that shit is hard as fuck. And like I said, you don't have that. Like you have control, obviously, but like you don't at the same time. Like once you hit the, like once you hit the ball, that wherever that shit goes, wherever that shit, like you have control of it, but like not really. So it's definitely uh. Variating at times, but I I definitely enjoy it though. Wish I could go golf right now, but obviously, can't. It's a hundred percent effect. You hit one shot that will always bring you back. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. The first time I went out, I shot like a hundred and fifteen, but I had to drive like three hundred yards, and like that was it. Like I was hooked after that. Damn. Yeah, I think I yeah I think I hit like a line drive like a hundred yards, and I was like, I'm getting better. The whole day was yeah. trash, but like I hit like one yeah. line drive, honey. Like he got air and shit, and I'm like, yo, yeah. yo, I got to do it again. Let's go. Read it, 100 balls, hit one that was good. It was like, yo, I got to go back again. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, my girl's dad, he loves to golf, but I haven't golfed yet. I've I've only done like putting and stuff like that. Well, I've been I've been trying to come out come out your way, play Pebble Beach. I got to play that course. Yeah, I actually think he played Pebble Beach. Like, right before the Rona hit, I think he came out here, yeah. and I think he played, like, Pebble Beach and whatever. It's another one in, like, because Pebble Beach is in, like, Malibu, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, he played Pebble Beach, and he played somewhere else in Malibu. I'm sorry, not in Malibu, in San Diego. Uh, and, like, came for, like, a week and, like, went on this, like, crazy golf trip, I guess. So, Hell yeah. he said it was amazing. There's, there's so much fun, especially on the ocean, especially yeah, when you can play on. Too. He shoots usually, like, a, like a 76 or some shit like that. What's, 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 like, the normal, what's like, the normal rate? What are people shooting usually um, if you're coming in at par? Like if you're coming in at par, 
sixties, seventies. Usually okay. courses are yeah, so usually courses are like seventy two. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sixty nine and seventy two. Say he usually shoots like depending on the course like seventy six around there. I'm like, oh, okay, he's pretty decent. Man, I. I shot a 94 yesterday, and I was ecstatic. Yeah, literally. I mean, he's old as hell, though, obviously. He's old as hell. He's been golfing for a long time. But still, when he told me he shot a 76, I'm like, all right, I see you out here. You ain't joking. But anyways, what's good, man? How are y'all doing out there? Welcome Hoops and Brews. We're here. We're live. We're back. Um, as always, don't drink and drive. Stay at your ass in the house. Uh, please do that. Unless you're not on lockdown, then I guess you can do whatever you want to do. Just follow the law, at least for right now. Try to stay safe. Just be stay smart. Be, be smart. smart. Don't have a party with 100 people. And Just know your limits. <laughs> don't have a party with 1,000 people, please. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it. You know what I mean? Keep doing what you're doing. But yeah, it's don't always ride horses TBJ. down 87. Huh? Don't ride horses down 87. Gee. Yeah, where did they get a horse from, bro? Why are you that really happened? down 87, G? Yes, that yes, that really happened. Somebody got a horse in, on 87 in Chicago was riding a horse down 87. Where do now, you get a horse from in the, Chicago? The highway. I heard they were both. <laughs> both. Where do you he had get to a, ride the horse to the highway? It was people in Toronto exactly. riding skateboards yes. on the expressway. You got to ride the horse to the highway. We're talking about a horse though in in Chicago on the south side. Where do you get a horse from, bro? I mean, shit. The there are no ranches. There are no ranches anywhere near. That I know of near Chicago. Where did you get a horse from, bro? From the stables. <laughs> Where? It's somewhere in there. It's a stable southeast. Like southeast. Yeah, yeah. On like ninety yeah, like past ninety fifth on the east side, I thought it was. Like like go like if you, I ain't seen no horse. Like east, 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 like near the hundreds and like around ninety fifth or something like that. I think it's like a horse stable around there. I take your word for it, but I ain't never I seen no like horse. It was. In Chicago. At least when my auntie was living over there. Maybe I was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but I've but, seen horses yeah. in Chicago, especially downtown. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like downtown. You see them; they got the little carriages. But I'm talking about that. That was first of all, the horse was a very beautiful horse. It was I a nice horse. It. I haven't even seen it. See, this of man this. is standing on top of a horse playing like trap music in traffic. <laughs> it's like, yo, what does is Chicago going? have a? Do y'all have like police officers that are on horses? Nah, I ain't got a police officers on horses. Yeah, Dude, that's yeah, the scariest thing in the world. You go to you go to New York. That's the scariest thing in the world. Some horses are mean. Nah, nah, you know what they do. Like I remember when um it's just rare. Like I remember when the Blackhawks won their uh championship, they definitely had like police horses out there making oh, sure yeah. they don't like, file out too much. Like, yeah, they they do, but it's not like you know, randomly even a policeman gonna come through on a horse. It, it, it's, it's just like a rare occasion. I looked for it, I couldn't find it on the internet. I guess it ain't on Google. I guess he didn't go to jail, so that's good. I sent it to you. He didn't go to jail though, so that's yeah. good. I mean, what did he do wrong? He didn't. Do, he didn't have I like. Mean, I don't know crime. if it's legal to just ride horses down the. It's not a crime. Did like, he have his horse permit? It's not a crime, but like I mean, I mean riding him motherfucking down the goddamn expressway like it's a buggy. It's, like, it's just like what the that fuck horse go cap out at about thirty. <laughs> that dude just got done watching Game of Thrones and got really. I don't Excited. know what's going on, Jay. Hey, ever since I seen that fucking um, I seen this whole video about this man having a tiger in his apartment in Brooklyn in the projects, like a five hundred pound tiger. Like he raised this tiger and kept this tiger for like a long time. Ever since I seen that, I'm like, yo, all these exotic animal stories sometimes be making sense. What if he just had a horse that he was raising in his backyard? And he's like, fuck it, ain't nobody outside. Where did you I'm get a horse? The, I'm finna ride down the street. This motherfucker. Oh, but, but. 
But where did you get this horse from in the first place to raise it is my question. Amazon. <laughs> you probably yo, could. Yo, you going to be able to get order a horse from Amazon in a minute. I'm surprised Braun ain't ordered a full basketball court. I know he got grass. Full basketball. Like, hey, Brody, Bryce, let's go. We got to connect these little parquet things together. I got to get ready. Braun probably been in the crib watching Rough Cuts and Space Jam. What is, By the way, you saw... Go ahead. The 18th, the, uh, yeah, the Lakers are talking yeah. about going back. Yeah, I think the 16th, the Lakers are able to go back to uh, practice. I think, and I think Adam Silver is hoping a phone call tomorrow um, with all the players, I guess, to discuss whatever they're going to discuss. I'm, I'm assuming starting the season. John, is that something that you would like to see? Like, would you like, how do you feel about the season? Um, how do you feel? Yeah, just, I mean, how do you feel about the season? How do you feel about it possibly coming back? Do you want it to come back? Are you over it at this point? Like, how do you feel about it? I mean, at this point, like, I would like to see it come back, even if they don't play in front of fans, just because I don't know. Like, there's nothing on. There's literally nothing on. So if you could put that on TV, if you could televise that, like, I would watch Like, they were even talking about playing all the games in Florida. Like, all right, bet, whatever. Like, just let me watch games. Like, because I think they might be a little bit more competitive. Because, like, if you can, like, really hear what's being said back and forth and you can really hear what's going on on the court, like, that's a completely different dynamic of the game because you don't have all the background noise like you're literally going to hear lebron yell at everybody you're going to hear patrick beverly cussing somebody out on the court and like that that's the aspect aspect i'd rather hear smooth minute long delay that's also there's going to be a a dude hired to just hit the button nope smooth minute long delay that, that shit gonna be sounded like a goddamn beef mixtape. <laughs> You're gonna hear everything. I, I, I will. I mean, Draymond said that the Warriors, um, I believe, asked him to create a playlist for the yeah, play yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel like they're gonna try to like DJ it during the game and have like a DJ play during the game or whatever. To, that'd be, like, that'd be dope whatever, though. Like, but, I mean, honestly, Especially, what they should do is just have artists give a live concert while the game is going on. Just like get Kendrick to go up there for two and a half hours and perform. Come on, G. I'm Whoever sure. the local no, dude I mean, is. No, he only performed during the commercial breaks. Relax. Relax. And he performed for like a minute every commercial break. That's Relax. fire, G. That's fire. That's fire. You get like J. Cole and the NBA. You get like one minute of J. Cole after every timeout. He just somewhere like in the rafters with like four people performing. Fire. NBA. Cut that check. Remember I said that. Go ahead. Somebody hit up Schoolboy Q. I'm gonna need him in. Dead ass. I want to see Crash Talk live, live from LA at Schoolboy Q and the Raptors like Sting. <laughs> Schoolboy Q and the Raptors like Sting. <laughs> For real, I want to see that. I want to see that. Have him perform that part. How Kanye be on the park? Hey, we got Meek Mill in Philly. I'm down with it. Yeah, I'm cute. I'm sure Kanye of all rappers would be willing to modify some of his uh, verses to to talk about the coronavirus or social distancing. Since he said he never, since he said he's no longer gonna uh, be reciting his non secular lyrics. Yeah, he said he's not performing those records. So like, go he, ahead. He pulled something again. Yeah, like how, like how do you, how do you fix that? Okay, 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 okay. Beggars can't be choosers, bitch. This ain't Chipotle line. Like, how do you, how do you secular? How do you like? How do you, <laughs> how do you fix that? 
How do you fix that? But all right. Anyways, man, it's Hoops and Brews. What's good? How's everybody out there doing? Let's go ahead. Let's hop into it. Josh, you wanted to talk about is Kobe Bryant the GOAT. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to open up the floor to you. Talk to the people. Tell us why you think Kobe Bryant is the GOAT. Every time I have this conversation with somebody, I always feel like you always have to, like, break it down into pieces because how mm-hmm. do you like how do you like your best player like me i like a killer i, I like a dude that's gonna take you all day long you're gonna beat you down and like to me lebron's not that dude lebron lebron is the smartest basketball player to ever play the game and that's, and that's, that's magic basic. Johnson. come on man magic johnson played g stop you gotta stop absolutely but Magic would take the game over and know I got to win this game. LeBron will make that extra pass, even if it leads to a loss. Like, I'm oh, tired of watching yeah. him pass out and not Magic did take over the last too. four minutes. Magic did that shit a lot. Magic did that you know what I mean? Jump shots, James Worthy miss. You know what I mean? But, Goddamn but, jump but shots, Magic, James Worthy miss. Actually, Magic my bad. Put, I forgot I turned on a three-person camera. You know how many, they can't even see me. You know how many goddamn jumpers James Worthy miss? I, I just look at LeBron at, but I mean, I get what you're saying, though. Yes, like, yes, yes. When you talk about basketball, I'll tell you. Yes. Worthy, I'm going to pass to James Worthy. If I got to pass to Delavadova, like, I'm not, I'm not going to make why that we pass. Got, why, I, I, why do we all like to act like LeBron played with Delavadova his whole career? That shit really bothers me. Every, like, like, literally. Do you know how many Hall of Famers LeBron James has played with? Why is it? he gave why Delavadova is it, a championship. Why is it that when people mention LeBron James' teammates, they never mention the best ones first. For, I mean, I'm sorry, first. They always mention the worst ones first. You Delhi always hit Della Vadova first. Relax, bro. I hear about Zadrusa and Dowskis first. I never hear about Kevin Love was... or Kyrie Irving or Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh or Ray Allen. I, I, I never I hear never either. I never, I never hear about Udonis Haslam. It it literally blows my mind. You said Hall of Fame. Where Della Dova has a ring. I don't want to hear that, man. Come on, man. No. You stop naming LeBron worst teammates first. Name his best teammates first. Name the people that he passed to, like Kyrie, who made the shot to win the game. Oh, before you name Delhi. Y'all be wilding well, I mean, out here. Y'all be wilding out here. I, and and, this I is, mean, and also, this is the thing. I'm kind of taking up for LeBron, too. Because part of this is like, yo, y'all be catering to LeBron. To my, he's so smart. But like, man, Magic Johnson played before. Michael, uh, Michael Jordan played before. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played before. Will Chamberlain played before. Oh. Bill Russell played before. Dennis Rodman, smart-ass basketball player, played before. Like, it's a, been a lot of smart-ass basketball players, G. We, like, the, the hyperbole surrounding underrated. LeBron is egregious, G. Like, it dead-ass is. You can't play LeBron one of the smartest basketball players ever played. How, He's how one of the smartest players you've ever seen. He is one of the smartest basketball players oh, I personally have ever seen. He's not the him. smartest basketball player that he, ever played. I, said, I mean, look. I mean, look, quantifying as the smartest, who the fuck knows, man? Like, I like, who knows? But he's one of the smartest players that we have seen. I don't Sorry, think there's Josh, any way to Come on, man. That. I'm sick of this shit. Everybody always want to bring up these weak-ass shit for LeBron. Like, we want to argue he's a GOAT or he's not the GOAT. Don't bring up goddamn basketball intelligence. We know he's intelligent. But he ain't no more goddamn intelligent on the basketball floor than Magic Johnson is. Or he's Michael intelligent, Jordan. But or he Dennis a, Rodman. He ain't a killer. He ain't a killer. The, the ki- but, but actually, this is perfect because I was having the same argument with, with my girl brother yesterday and we was talking about Michael Jordan because he was telling me that Michael Jordan would average 40 in today's game and I'm like no he wouldn't no, he would average like 38 he would average the same thing he averaged when he played and that's, exactly, that's exactly what I said I said he would probably average at the most 38 he not averaging 40 number one he, he would let it be known he won't average 40 and they gonna, they not going to let him average 40 they not going to let that shit happen but he was like yeah but Mike was crazy athletic 
And like, and I'm like, yeah, but all these guys nowadays like can jump minimum usually like 38 inches in the air. The the guys that got the most like Hamdu Diallo got like mic ups. He jumped 44 inches in the air. Like these it's random not even guys just on that. rosters. So it's a it's, lot. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just let me finish real quick. So, uh, so I was like, bro, it's a lot of people that are as athletic as Mike was. Like, like those guys back then were athletes, but they weren't like they hadn't been training for this thing like these guys are training. Like these guys are training from the time they like eight now to be professional basketball players. So by the time you get there, you are at your peak form athletically. These guys are, are Mike was like the best athlete. I mean, athlete. When you see Mike, usually he in the air and ain't nobody else up there. Everybody play up there now. He like, yeah, but because Mike was so tenacious, he would average 40 because he athletic. I'm like, well, I need to know. Is it because he was tenacious or was it because he was athletic? If you're going to say that LeBron is good because he got a high basketball IQ, fine. But a lot of people love to be like, oh, well, LeBron got a high basketball IQ. He played with bad players. Yeah, but nobody ever names the good players he plays with first. They always name the bad ones that he played with that they say that he had to save and make good. I don't hear nobody saying that LeBron IQ helped Kyrie the first thing that come out of their mouth. It's always somebody bad. That's the problem I have with that. And I'm sorry. I'll leave that alone. You can continue. My bad. But I just hate when that's brought up in arguments. Go ahead. You can have your but opinion. I mean, I'm not mad at it. That's your Delhi, opinion. But I'm just saying, because I, I was having a similar argument yesterday. Go ahead. I picked I picked Delhi because legit he didn't play at that level anywhere else. So it clearly had to be LeBron's intelligence putting him where to be. When he went somewhere else, like, we didn't hear about him. He didn't do nothing. So LeBron is absolutely making players around him smarter. LeBron's absolutely he made J.R. Smith for a moment look somewhat decent. Made him look like Jr. Won like, six man of the year what, twice. Braun didn't That's make Jr. look decent. Braun won Jr. won six man of the year before Braun. This is what I'm saying, G. This is what yes, I'm saying. Yes, but G. yes, he made this JR is the kind of shit started. I'm saying, G. Braun didn't make Jr. nice. Jr. was nice before yeah, he but, met Braun. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Jr. was but look, nice listen, since he listen, was in Denver putting the ball behind listen, his back, dunking. Yes, but listen, Jr. was more so known as like a six man, a streaky guy who could get hot. LeBron, when he when he came, stop, relax. When he when he came to the calf, for one, he got thrown in the deal. New York didn't want him anymore. They gave up on him when he got to the Cleveland. He was a quality starter. He also actually became a really decent defender. Now, I'm not saying LeBron gave people fucking superpowers, but again, LeBron helps his teammates be better, as all the great players do. Like, to say LeBron doesn't make anybody better, or to say LeBron's, for instance, if LeBron puts you in a place and be like, yo, go stand here, like you even seen Shump say, like, like you even seen Shump interview say, like, yo, LeBron will be dribbling the ball, tell a person, yo, when he cut, do this, when he do this, do this, like he three plays ahead in his mind. So to, like, just completely ignore that doesn't make sense to me. So, 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 personally, to completely ignore that doesn't make sense to me, especially when I've heard teammates of LeBron talk about how it's a shunk. I've heard him talk about how intelligent he is millions of times and say that he'll play at him and be like, yeah, so um, when he moved, cut here, and then, like, the play literally be right there. It's like, oh, shit, like, I didn't even see that happen. Well, I didn't even see that that, that could possibly happen. Like, like, like when real. did when did like, when did anybody say he made Jr. Yeah, obviously, Jr. was a quality yeah, basketball player. Why are you naming Jr. Smith? Just, G. Listen, bro. Obviously, Jr. Smith played quality basketball. No, 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 no. Because what? No, because what you are trying to do is undermine a man's intelligence, and it's like I'm not undermining a man's intelligence. How am I undermining a man's intelligence when I'm saying that Jr. Smith was a better player before he met LeBron? I don't necessarily think he was a better player, though. Yes, he was I mean, a better player. Just because, How just you almost averaged twenty more. and you and what? 
But listen, but listen. Yes, just he because was you a score, better player. Listen, I'm not undermining nobody intelligence. J.R. Smith wasn't no damn listen, scrub. Listen, bro. Just because you average more points does not mean you help the team win more. No I think they are. I didn't say he when you more say he was a scrub. Who the fuck said he was a scrub? All I said was just because you average more points does not mean that's when you played your best basketball. Sure, J.R. Smith did what he did, but J.R. Smith contributed more to winning, to quality winning basketball when he was in Cleveland than he did anywhere else. Outside of that last year when he shot like 32%. Huh? Including when he was six man. Yeah. All right, bro. There were more shots to All be right, had bro. in New York and Denver. Now All you got to right. split shots between Kyrie and LeBron. He didn't. He couldn't put up enough. He All couldn't right, put up the same amount he could. All right, bro. He wasn't hitting he made big shots a... in Game Seven of Finals right, when he was bro. in New York or Denver. He wasn't doing that shit. I'm almost J.R. Smith. Huh? His his percentage went up. Yeah, because he wasn't going to the he finals on that shot. team. He contributed more to winning. No, I right, bro. Right. And also, right, and also, right, I guess Kevin Love, he was Kyrie best Irving, and LeBron Obviously, James didn't of, have nothing to do with him contributing of, to winning. Who the fuck? He had fucking Carmelo love. Anthony on his team, and who else was on that goddamn New Chauncey York Billups. Knicks team? Chauncey Dan Billups. Who gives G? What? Tyson Kidd was on that Actually, team. No, Tyson I'm not Chandler gonna, was on that I'm team. I'm not going to disrespect Chauncey because I Chauncey Billups was there. Tyson Chandler was there. Jason Kidd was there. So I'm not going to disrespect Chauncey. But you wild as hell. If you compare him to Kyrie or Kevin Love and fucking LeBron James, what's wrong with you? Jason Kidd was there. Tyson Chandler was there. That new that New York team. Kenya Martin was there. That New York team wasn't bad. That Denver team. Nene was there. Chauncey was there. Melo was there. Kenyon, or earlier younger Kenyon Martin, but I think Marcus Campbell was that team. Kenyon Martin, huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Martin too. Took, but but he took Jr. It was Melo, Jr. Smith, Chauncey Billups, and K. Martin. He took he took them to the finals in two thousand nine, didn't he? Wow. Who? Or the wow. Western Robert Conference Finals? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, like yes, old ass like, Jason Kidd, old ass Jason Kidd. He's, He's still guy, Jason man. Kidd. Huh? You still, you still, he's still fucking Jason Kidd. You All can't right, take away the brain All away right, from the man right, just because he old. Right, Obviously, he wasn't right, the New York Jets kid no more. You still can't Kevin take away Love that man, bro. And LeBron James. And also, J.R. Smith probably, probably played his best defense when he was in Cleveland. For whatever reason that is, who knows? But J.R. Smith for sure played the best defense of his career. I think when he was in Cleveland to the point where he was legitimately a two-way player. Outside of Shump, he was probably out outside of Shump and Bron. He was probably their their best two-way player. LeBron told him if he don't get right, he's gonna be sitting on the bench again. But but Josh, back to your point about Kobe. We just went on a whole tirade about LeBron. What, what was your your, 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 uh, your point about Kobe? I just like killers. Too. I think I think LeBron uh, LeBron is in a different different category just because MJ and Kobe were killers. They would they would do anything to take it. They would do anything to get a championship, and you see it. You see anytime Kobe gets anywhere near a championship. He'll he'll drop points. He'll he'll do anything he has to do to win. Where I've seen LeBron become sometimes suspect in the playoffs. I've Man, seen him. You saw Kobe lost by lose by fifty in Boston, but I feel you in Game Six. But I and feel you. Dude, that swept. hurt. And they got that swept. hurt. And they got swept. And they got swept. And they got the maps. You you've also seen Kobe decide to not shoot the ball in a critical Game Seven when he lost a three one lead too. People just gloss over that. He literally decided to not shoot the basketball. He literally said, I'm not going to shoot the ball. What you own, bro? That's, I think that's a, that's a dog move. That's, what? that's showing you, you need me. You need me. But come on, G. Like, but G, that's weak, G. We trying to win a fucking series, and you just not going to shoot the ball because you want to prove a point. The fuck is that? 
That's also why. That's also that's that's, that's about real quick. I honestly do not like the whole. Oh, look at Kobe. He's so much like Michael. I don't think that they're that much alike. I honestly don't. I think that. I think that Kobe. You, I think that you Kobe. You can see the comparison, but it's I mean, a like, yes, but like mentally, G, like Jordan had nothing to look at. That's just Mike. Even when you watch the documentary, Mike is just Mike has a problem. He actually has a competition problem. It don't make sense. Yeah. He want to compete at everything. Kobe even said, "Yeah, people think we so much alike. No, we're not. I'm competitive at things. I'm good at." Jordan playing fucking quarters with the damn security man and can't stop, and he loses and he can't stop. What are you if doing, bro? A, if it was just a competition problem, why did he always have to involve money in it? If it wasn't a gambling problem, why you just compete because without money? What like what? Right, he had a gambling problem. Whatever. Yeah, but you happen to be the greatest basketball player of all time. So when I go out on that court, I'm gambling. I'm betting on myself. I think people also don't understand how much money MJ had at that time. Yeah, so it's like, like $10,000. What, what he was gambling really wasn't that big of a deal. Like, everybody forgets the Nike contract, the McDonald's contract. Like, he wasn't, he was gambling pennies compared to what we were talking about. I mean, yeah, but in 1993, you see $10,000, you think that shit is like, whoa, yeah. you can't even fathom that Michael Jordan is making that much money. But. Kobe. I mean, you can fathom Michael Jordan's making ten thousand dollars, but I mean, yeah, but you know, people don't, you know, I mean, you, but yeah, but you know, people just see ten thousand dollars and like, oh my god, and you know, yeah. But continue, Josh. Uh, Kobe, Kobe just had the. I I like my players to go at my at the other team at my teammates. I like my players to push everybody, and I feel like LeBron just has that. I want to be your buddy. I want to be your friend. I, w- I want you to like me. I need you to like me. Where Kobe was like, my whole teammate, even MJ, my whole team can hate me. But if we win, that's all that matters. Like, that'll fix everything. Where LeBron spent so much time training these guys that he don't need to train. Like, just get out of the GM room, let somebody GM, and let them put people in place and just be a beast. Like, at that size, like, at your size, you, you can average 40 a game. Easy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at Pappy face. No, I'm just waiting on how to. Oh, okay, go ahead. Kobe, we, Kobe is a goat. I'm, I'm just not. Nah, I'm just. I'm just waiting on how to hit. How to hit Kobe is a goat. Yeah. And Josh, turn your camera a little bit. Try to center your head in a little bit more. So yeah, because you kind of. And by the way, yeah, and by the way, I just want to say this. Yeah, there we go. Go Anything ahead. I say is not obviously. God bless you know Kobe. God bless yeah, Kobe's course. family. Nobody's Anything I say is Kobe. nothing. Anything I say, I, I think. Look, man. You I think Kobe. Kobe. Is, Look, man, I think Kobe is great. I think Kobe is incredible. I think all of that. But when it comes to being a GOAT, I don't agree at all. And I want to hear you as to why you think the man all right, is. So yeah, and also, what why did, did you it? mention LeBron's what IQ when you mentioned that, though? Because you started off with LeBron's IQ, and then you mentioned Kobe. But why? Because he's LeBron is absolutely a smarter basketball player than Kobe and MJ. I, w- I would say that he's smarter than the two of them. I've, I've seen him make... When you hear him talk about plays, six plays before they happen, and then they happen exactly that way, or him telling Bronny, like, he even knows how high school players are going to react. I mean, like, I've, I've seen him. They're high school players. But yes, high school players that have no idea what they're doing, and he still knows that they're going to make six mistakes before they make them. So his, his, his IQ makes him in the conversation. But. Gee. Kobe had a whole ass basketball program playing for girls from like from the age they get to be like six until they get to the WNBA. G, I don't want to hear that. G, 
This this is why I said. I mean, bring yeah, up but also, IQ I mean, yes, like I mean, I mean, like, yes, but also, yes, 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 but also, here's the thing, guys that have played yes, basketball. Yes, but listen, also, here's here's the thing with like LeBron's IQ, and you can take this how, however you want. He never had a Phil Jackson. Michael and Kobe did get the blessing of playing under under a Phil Jackson, and obviously, if you play on a field in Texas, a lot of what you know is from those two great basketball minds. It just is. Oh, Tex, Tex Winter made the two of them elite, made them go to the next level. I would I would have loved to see LeBron go to the Spurs and play under Greg Popovich and see what could have happened. When he was when he was talking about picking you stand teams, up to watch that? we were all discussing. You stand up to watch that? Oh, how hard would be bro to happen? Because I hate this. You, what'd you say? You broke up. My heart would be broken to the Spurs because I hate the Spurs. I can't, I can't stand anything about the Spurs. I hate everything to do with that organization. I'm gonna ask you an honest question, real quick. As far as the 2000s, as just as as, as far as the 2000s go, which 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 you would agree you would say Kobe is the player of the 2000s, right? Yeah. Was he better than Tim Duncan? And why? Yeah, yeah, he he was. He was better than Tim Duncan only because I never saw that. It might've just been Tim Duncan's demeanor that it never came out that you never heard about it. But like, he never, I don't feel like he ever got on Manu. He never got on anybody, like really pushed him hard. Like, I feel like they could have gotten more championships had they had a little bit more of a push, but like, I feel like they had that friendly environment with each other. Like, Hey, whatever happens. Yeah. And they could have done more. They could have done more. They had it. They had it set up with Kawhi that they could have just kept moving forward, kept kept doing it the whole Kawhi time. Kawhi didn't want to play there. He didn't want to play there, G. He did, that, did they not ripped want to his play leg. There. So you he think that he? So so real quick. So 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 you think so you would have Kobe ahead of Tim Duncan as far as the player of the two thousand by far because you think that the Spurs could have won more and they didn't win more. Uh, I think Shaq is the player of the two thousand. A argument? No. A argument? No. A Shaq argument could be 2000s. no. Yes, he no. is. A Kobe, argument yes, could be is. made. Yes, no. he is. A so argument is. could Kobe be won. Kobe won his fifth ring in 2010. That's not the 2000s. I'm going to. I'm thinking split between Kobe and Duncan. Shaq. I think Shaq. because I think three yeah because rings, I think three finals MVPs actually three ring yes sorry three ring I'm sorry four four rings three finals MVPs yes give me Shaq. Period. Yeah, most, but and he had his most dominant era during that era. Yes. Give yeah, me but Shaq. yeah, but Tim Duncan has what? I don't mean disrespect to nobody. I don't mean any disrespect to nobody. But if we're gonna start doing that, then you're gonna have to start throwing centers in greatest player of all time conversation. They are because like are. I feel like they Tim Duncan. Are. I feel they like Tim. Well, then we shouldn't even be discussing anything because it was Kareem, Shaq. Kareem always well, in my conversation. Yeah, Kareem always in the conversation. Was in my conversation yeah. Kareem, Kareem, if Shaq I like rank my if I like rank my top five to me, Kareem is second on my list. I just personally think when you look at and Kareem arguably, if somebody older than me wants to tell me Kareem is the greatest basketball player that they've ever seen play, I'm not gonna argue with him because his basketball resume is wide. Yeah, and to be honest, I haven't seen enough. I've seen like the documentaries and I've seen everything, but like I feel like watching it live is a completely different emotion that that that'll give you like seeing that for the first time. I agree. Seeing him actually break people down and be like, oh, what is he doing? Like, there's nobody who does that. Like, when he... 
I mean, honestly, go back and watch old Laker games. There's still nobody who does what Kareem does. There's nobody who does what Kareem does. I've never, I have what never, was never seen a player play like him. Go back and watch old what Magic was it, games. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not old Magic games, old Laker games. They're available on YouTube. Just search like whatever Lakers versus whatever team you want to see full game and watch an old Kareem game. There's nobody that plays like him, period, still. But go ahead. I'm just saying that for everybody that's listening to this too. Game, go and watch game two of the game. finals against like Celtics. After they said he was washed up, after they said he couldn't play no more, hurt. They were saying he was old, he couldn't play anymore. He came out and just dropped up. Like I, you don't do that if you're not one of the greatest. You can't just. I feel like that switch is that switch to players have like really really makes a difference for when you're really looking at players. And I don't know, Kobe Kobe switch goes higher than everybody else. I'm saying Shaq for the 2000s. Shaq for the 2000s will have four rings, three finals MVPs, an MVP. He was an all-star uh, eight times out of that, out of those, I'm sorry, nine times out of those 10 years. Uh, all-star MVP three times during that decade. All-NBA first team six times during that decade. Second team, he wasn't a third team. He was once an All-NBA defensive team second team. He was three times during that decade. And he never he made a first the, team all defense? Uh uh no. And he Ever? was all, nope. And he was also Ever? champ in two thousand. No, he was he was second team three times. Uh Duncan Why don't we ever just give me shit? Why don't we ever discuss all the players that Shaq played with the same and where did we talk about same we talk about who? Same about who? Shaq, uh, we talk about how LeBron won championships. He had to have Dwayne Wade. He had to have Kyrie. He had to have Ray Allen. Blah blah. Why don't we ever discuss like all the play? Like Shaq didn't get a championship without another player. Yeah, but usually the players that he was. But yeah, but Shaq wasn't a player that played with a bunch of other Hall of Famers. It was usually only one other Hall of Famer that he was playing with on that team. LeBron has had a. Don't look at it. Who? Who else? Who? I'm asking you, Pavy. When they won, who was the other Hall of Fame? Played with Kobe. Kobe. Like who? You you. Okay, you, what that means? You need other ones. Playing with Kyrie, Kevin ones? Love, uh, uh, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Shaq only played yeah, with Kyrie. Yeah, just saying. And old Gary the team Payton. that Shaq played for, he didn't win a championship. Hold on, you. Yes, froze. but also. Yes, and he but also, also averaged twenty and ten a year. Yes, but also at that time, bro, teams didn't have like three all stars. It was a very rare thing for teams to have three all stars. You usually only had about two, like early two thousand, maybe two on each team. It wasn't like teams were just stacked the way they are now. In general, they just weren't stacked the way they are now. In so general, that's just how it is. Usually, they huh? Had three all stars? Actually, no. On the Robert team, they had two. One of them years? No. Oh damn, my bad. Had I thought, thought Robin was all star one of them years. That's sad. No. That's also, made that's, also, that's also why when people tell me Shaq didn't have no competition to play against, he did have competition to play against. Not Especially really when he hit his prime. Cool. He really did. In the 90s, in the 90s he, did. he did. In the 90s, he did. In the 90s, he did. But in the, in the, in the 90s, 90s, he did. He, did. he took he his lumps. It. He took his lumps, but he still averaged what he averaged and did what he did. And then when it came time for him to win, he went and he won. Yeah, but in the 2000s, they really, like the early Both 2000s, there were really no other. I did? Yeah. But in the early 2000s, there were really no other centers when 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 when, when 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 uh Shaq hit his peak. Yeah. Who was that big? 
think who could really guard him. Like there was no other centers in the league that you could at least at least one up on him. Uh, yeah, true. Whatever he wanted in the league. Hold on, I'm gonna remove Pavy and see if we can add Pavy back in here. Go ahead, keep talking. My bad. I, I I would I would have loved to have like Shaq go up against some of the other big men. Like at least Welcome Shaq back, could grow up in the era. Pavy, are you there? Up. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. My bad, Josh. I would have just loved to have seen Shaq play in, like, the big man era. Like, actual go up against the other big men of the craft. He did. In the 90s. He didn't go up against Dr. J, Kareem. Dr. J wasn't a big man, man. We talking about, like, we talking about Wilt and Russell? Damn. Wilt. Somebody got power. Wilt, Russell. Play... I want to, I want to see him body somebody who could body him back. I, I really feel like in the '80s, Bill Lambeer would have would have thrown an elbow across his jaw. Boy, Shaq might have hurt what? that man. He put that man. Shaq, in let, hold on, hold on, wait. We can talk about almost we, murdered yeah, Brad got, Miller. Y'all, G, he, G, boy, y'all he, stop come on, y'all, y'all gotta how relax you, with that. We hmm? need to know how old are you, Josh? Thirty-one. G, how are you saying this, G? You got to see some of Shaq G. You got to see some of Prime Shaq G. How are you saying this? I sound like one of these young moms out here. I agree with the you fact. Just threw, you just threw Brad Miller at me. No, I, agree I said with he the punched fact. that man in the. I said he almost murdered that man. I'm talking about physically punching that man in the face. I'm I talking agree. about. Go ahead, Pavy. I personally agree with the fact that yes, when Shaq hit his peak, obviously there just weren't that many centers in the league. Like in the early 2000s. I mean, who he played? Fucking Tom McCullough, Rick Smith, and Mutombo. He didn't even catch prime Mutombo. Even though Mutombo did win a DYOP that year, Mutombo was like 31. That was 31, 33. That wasn't like it was Hawks Mutombo or Nuggets Mutombo. So when Shaq hit his peak, there were a lack of bigs in the league, though. Really, until really it was Shaq and then went to like, I mean, what, Ben Wallace and then Dwight. Other than that, who else? That was a son that was good at that point in time in the league. Bro, he played like eight years in the 90s. No, I'm saying, but when Shaq hit his peak, as in his peak and started winning, that was when all of those great centers had faded, Shaq. and he was the only one left. I honestly would argue that that would be harder. That, that actually is harder to do. Wow, he was younger than I, all of them. He was younger than all of them. I, I would argue that it's harder to do because the league was starting to change, and it was going away from where your offense was. So for you to still be that dominant over that period, I would argue that that's actually harder. It changed from what? What do you mean it changed from what? It started changing from in, what? In the 2000s, it went to more like guard iso ball. It did. That's why That's why y'all love to say all the big men was gone in the 2000s because it literally went to like There also just weren't that many. There. They, yeah, but there weren't that many good ones. There just also just weren't that many good ones. And that's not exactly true. You still had they Duncan. Had you still had KG. There was nobody yeah, that they, they had, and David Robinson. There were a lot of fours. For a little bit. Yes, he was, but still Robinson. Saying, G, it wasn't completely I guess, nobody out there when Shaq was playing. There was, I, I just don't Shaq like that had no, Shaq, Shaq had no compa- Like It's not like it's not Admiral. It wasn't really no shooting guards out there when Kobe was playing, but we don't. I disagree don't think with that. that argument I highly that. disagree with that. Ooh. You mean in the early 2000s or like Ooh. later on? In the early 2000s. You're wrong. T Mac, you had Iverson, you had Carter, you that had Ray Allen. That could actually stop him. That could actually. That was he actually couldn't formidable. stop him either. That was formidable. Yeah, all of them. 
No, I told you many AI times. I told you many times. He couldn't do nothing with him. Kobe couldn't do nothing with AI either. Yeah, and Kobe couldn't do nothing with them either. I yeah, told you many times. They was also in another conference, so I told you, they would have I to make it to the scene. And we saw what happened when they played I've AI told, in the finals. I've told you many they times. They also didn't cover Kobe with a shooting guard. I've told you many times. In the early 2000s, I thought that Kobe was the worst one out. Not worst, but like when I ranked those guards, T-Mac, AI, Kobe, Kobe was third on my list in the early 2000s. No, I've no. always thought that. In my in my opinion, it just gave me. Second. I feel you. He was second because I was a I was a I was an AI super fan in the in, in the two thousands. I loved AI. I thought that, I thought that AI was, was the best. Good. I thought that I thought that T Mac was the second best, and I always thought that Kobe was the um, third best. Now, if you want to say in the in the late, I that outside of Wade, there really wasn't much in the two guard department in the late two thousands until really Harden came and then Clay came and Jimmy came. But in the late two thousands, early twenty tens, there really wasn't much. In the um shooting guy department, but in the early two thousand, yeah, I can't. So that's that. what I'm saying. So like, so we can make we can have them arguments all the time on that. That's why I don't like that argument about Shaq. You got to go out there and you got to win. And also, if the if the league is shifting and moving toward another dynamic, you, you I don't you think should, it was really you technically shouldn't be that potent. Yes, I, I don't think it did because you've never seen another big man that was dominant win a championship after that. And Tim Duncan, I don't really count in that because Tim Duncan played more in the mid range and less in the paint the older he got. In terms, yeah, of, he in still terms of offensive championship. Until, yeah, he still until he literally couldn't move and then he was just at the rim now. Uh, yeah, but he still won championships and like yeah, but he, yeah, but uh, but he I don't think he was the best player on on any of those championship teams also, after two thousand what four? Five, also, do you want to count Wallace Dominic? I mean, like I mean I mean defense is a part I of the game. Wallace he was is not Shaq. He's also not a Hall of Famer. He's gonna make that. He should true. make the Hall of Famer. And I he want should him make the Hall of Fame. He deserves and to be there, but we have. He, a, I'm talking about what is right now, and not. I mean, yes, but you never said. I mean, yes, but you said you never saw another dominant big man win after that, and that's not exactly true. You saw Ben Wallace won. Ben Wallace was a dominant defensive player, the best defensive player of one of between him and Dwight, the best defensive players of his era. If you want to say they kind of played in the um same era, and the Celtics. I mean, I. KG won defense player of the um year that year when they won that ring. I think KG was the best player on that team, and they won. Mm. I, I personally think KG was the best best player on the team. That that was a defensive team, and KG was the best defender on a defensive team. They were like an offensive powerhouse. They got yeah. buggers when they got them, but they yeah, went offensive yeah, powerhouse. If you count KG as a big man, then that means Shaq was playing against big men. It was big men out there then. You acting like yes. that. So that's, so that's what I'm listen, saying. Listen, listen, listen. The four spot was heavy. The four spot in the, in the early 2000s was crazy, but that five spot, it it like the, the centers of the pass had kind of faded away. Or, there was no real or, five. Or... Or, or also what happened, a lot of, which is something that Gilbert used to talk about all the time, a lot of the guys who were centers didn't want to guard Shaq. So you had a lot of guys who were coming up in high school that would switch down to the four because they didn't want to play the five and have to guard Shaq. Even so the four became, so I'm not saying that he wasn't dominant. I'm just saying that in that era, like it wasn't like he went head to head with like another great center. But again, you play in your area and all you can do is do what you do. But point being, I still, I will. Duncan Kobe would be my it would split time for me as like those guys of the two thousands. Shaq, Shaq is kind of like trapped in between like the nineties and the two thousands to me, but that's just my opinion. Okay, all right, let's go ahead, let's move on. Josh wants to talk about go ahead. Go ahead, my bad. Shaq was far more dominant in Orlando. Like if you could have gotten Orlando Shaq in L.A., then okay, that changes things. But I don't agree with that. I think Shaq's most dominant year was 2000. I agree. And 2000 North. You don't think Kobe had nothing to do with that? I mean, you don't think Penny had nothing to do with that? 
Penny who was Kobe. Penny was pretty Penny. damn good. Penny's yeah, whoa, Kobe. whoa. Penny, yeah, well, that's because Penny got hurt. Penny was pretty damn good when he was there. All NBA, all I think it was all NBA second team, his second and third year. Penny was pretty damn good when he was there. Then he got hurt and whatever happened, happened. We don't know what how Penny's story turns out if Penny stays healthy. You think is he the one that he, um who's the NBA player that you wish didn't get hurt? Is Penny the one? I would probably Derrick say Rose. D Rose. Just me being just Derrick um Rose. just um just just you know, me being from Chicago. Um I just would have loved to see his career play out fully healthy all the way through. Reason being is, I mean, what, you want MVP at 21? We don't know where his story turns out. When you talk about the, at the pantheon of great point guards, he, he might have been a guy who could, who could like, contest magic for that. I also don't think Steph Curry would even exist the same. I don't think a lot of point guards would. I don't think a lot of people in general would exist the same if D. Rose doesn't get hurt, especially point guards. I think Russ benefited. I think Steph benefited the most. I think Paul George benefited. Uh, well, legacy-wise, obviously, because then you play with Indiana. Indiana was kind of that team that slid in and, like, contested the Heat. I think that would have been the Bulls if D-Rose doesn't go down. Kyrie even came up and, you know, took man of a best point guard, John Wall. A lot of guys, I think, Bennett, LeBron himself, I don't think LeBron goes to eight straight finals if D-Rose gets hurt. I think D-Rose gets to at least one or two of those. He break through, he vinks and get to one or two of those. I think we'll never know, but I think 2015 might have been a year that he breaks through. I still personally think... If, you know, Bron doesn't hit that fall away crazy shot at the buzzer, the Bulls going to win the ring that year. And I still will always think that. I think that, you know, if they could have stayed healthy and win huh? that series. Yeah, I think that they could have beat the Warriors that year. I really do. I you think, think the that Bulls, Bulls would have won that year? Yeah, I do. I think they would have played the, the Hawks. I think they would have. I think they would have played the Hawks, probably beat them in like five, five or six. And I think they would have played the Warriors in the championship and would have probably won in six. I honestly think that. So D Rose is my guy because I think the NBA. NBA history would look a lot different had D Rose not gotten hurt, but that's my humble opinion. I would I would have bet a lot of money back in the day that uh, Derrick Rose would have ended up better than LeBron. Visualize to see the player like not statistically, not on paper, but like you would have definitely looked at D Rose as that dude in the league. I wanted Derrick like Rose it wouldn't have been LeBron. That would have made my life. I would be sitting here right now with a D Rose jersey on. Swear to God, because also I still have mine upstairs. The, I rock because even the fact that he's still playing right now, can you imagine if he never got hurt? <sighs> would have been crazy because he would he wouldn't be. I don't even know what he would be right now. That's kind of crazy because he's crazy right now. And even I saw Coach from B-ball, um, um, you know, breakdown. He did a video. Derrick Rose's per and his, and his numbers and all of that stuff um, in terms of like his per thirty six are all kind of what they were near his MVP year. He's just not playing that many minutes because obviously his body isn't, but. You wanted to talk about, Josh, you want to talk about the Jerry Krause in the Bulls dynasty too early. We're talking about this, obviously, uh, the last dance, the Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls last dance documentary series has been going on. We're entering into the final two weeks um, where we get the final four episodes. So, Josh, first off, um, obviously, you wanted to talk about this. Talk to the people why you wanted to talk about this. disagrees with me but i really think that had that team stuck together they would have faded just like every other team the same way the celtics faded the lakers then faded faded and we would have had the torch being handed off to somebody else at the end of their career mj got his farewell tour in 98 at his peak I don't know another player in the league that got a farewell tour at his peak and got to go to another team and it really didn't matter what he did as a wizard like we to see MJ play. 
I mean, but, he only got his farewell tour really because it, I think if the lockout wouldn't have happened or there wouldn't have been an imminent lockout, then I don't. I think he might have played. But I think when you see a lockout coming, the Bulls didn't really want to pay you. Or what was he making like thirty three million dollars a year? That was tough. No, from him getting they would have paid Mike. They didn't want to pay the other no, people. No, 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 no. I know they would have paid Mike, but I'm saying if he don't want to come back without Phil, if the lockout isn't because even before the season, obviously you know you have to negotiate a, a CBA the next year. So usually they try to get it closed before the negotiation deadline comes up. But if you can't get it done ahead of time, then you get to that point and you negotiate like the WNBA did. So if you Jordan going into this year, I know that I'm making X amount of money. I know the CBA is going to change. If the CBA is changed, then it's probably going to lock up a more long-term deal with more money versus if I just retire right now, I can just leave, walk away, and then maybe if I want to come back in a couple of years, start over again because also I'm going to have to worry about trying to come back with this team without Scotty, without Phil, without Dennis, and we're going to be coming out of a lockout. That's going to be a terrible time for us. So we might not even make the – I'm sorry, we're going to make the playoffs, but we might not even make the second round third round because I don't have the help that I need for me to get there because the lockout is happening. So I think Mike was just looking at all the external forces and was just like, it's not really worth it for me if Phil isn't coming back. If Phil is coming back, then obviously, yeah, because if Phil coming back, then that means most likely Scotty going to come back. I think if Reinsdorf would have fired Kraus and Phil and Scotty agreed to stay, then, yeah, you would have probably got to see them fade out. But even after Scotty left, I mean, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Him and Mike still would at least got to the finals. I think they would at least got to the finals Shit. one more time. One more time. Yeah, I, I think I think they would have at least yeah, two or three more finals left in them. No, the hell they wouldn't. They I think. The I personally, no, the hell. They I think I think the Bulls dynasty ended the way it should have. I think that the fact that they didn't lose, you don't. There's no stain on their record. The fact that they didn't lose, you we we gotta have these conversations instead of talking about what actually happened. I think it ended the way it should have. I think if they do stay together, you have a very you have an aging core. Mike is thirty six. Scotty is in his thirties. Scotty in ninety eight wasn't looking the best in the finals. His back was half dead. It's not like Scotty. Yeah, Scotty was cool. He was still a quality player, but it's not like Scotty Pippen was the all star superstar. Scotty Pippen was. Rodman was getting older. Rodman would have been thirty eight the next year. You know, two years after that, he was out the league. He was going through his problems anyway with drinking or whatever. Harper was older. Like, the only guys who were still, like, young was, like, cool coach. It was a pretty old team. Um, I think it ended the way it should have. I think they may get back to the finals tonight and night. If they do get back, they're getting cooked by the Spurs. 2000 comes. I don't know what happens. I don't think they even reached the finals in 2000. Like, I think, though, it ended the way it should have ended. Obviously, it's unfortunate that it, that it kind of got, like, forced out and pushed out. But I think it ended the way it should have. You don't get a chance to contest a legacy at all. So it's, like, it's stainless. And, again, I don't think that it would have ended the way, you know, you think. I know we were talking before the show. You like, oh, they would have met Kobe in the finals. I don't think that happens. For one, does Phil even go to coach the Lakers? Yeah, he never goes to coach the Lakers. Does Phil even go to coach if, the Lakers? Mike, Ron if Harper. Mike stays, Phil, if, if Mike stays and does Phil Ron, gets to stay, he doesn't. He's not going to coach the Lakers. Why does Ron Harper – who was an important part of that but team? If you have Kobe huh? and Shaq, you can go and get what? Yeah, but, but, still yeah, but we can't. Mike. You could have had. Yeah, but we can't lie about the, what Phil brought to that team. And then even like guy like Ron Harper. Does Ron Harper, who was a starter on that team, end up with the Lakers? Like, does that happen? So there's so many things that, you know, would have to fall into place. I don't think that you would get what you think you would get out of that. I don't think it would be some, like, legendary pass from the torch. For one, I don't think the Bulls would last that long, number one. I just don't. You said Mike was at his peak. I don't think Mike was at his peak his last year. I think he was really, really good. Peak Mike is like first three peak Mike. Even when he came, Mike came, 
really, really good because the motherfucker cold. But I don't think he was like at its peak anymore. Like, nah, nah, I don't see peak Jordan. So I don't think that it would have lasted the way that we all think it lasted. I think it would have gotten bad. Maybe they make the finals in 99. If they do make the finals in 99, I don't think they win at all. I don't think it, I think it would be very hard for him to win. I think you're dealing with a young Tim Duncan. Shout out Robin, best defensive player ever. But Robin got a lot on him with dealing with David Robinson and having to deal with Tim Duncan. Yeah. I don't like the thought that that team was ended on a business decision. Like, it wasn't even a basketball decision. It was a business decision. I mean, I think it was a business. I think it was a basketball decision, too. I I think it was both. Nah, I mean, you even said, I mean, when you even saw in the documentary, Crouch said, when I analyzed the team, I saw an Asian core. I saw an Asian group. I thought that Mike was the only one who still had his best year, who still had some very, very good years of basketball left in him. And I think that he was right. I think everybody else's career was on the downside after that. It's not like anybody else got better or stayed at the level that they were at in 98 after that year. Nobody else did. So I think that it ended the way it should have. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to get a chance to lose, and that's what people want to happen. We we all love to see things come crashing down. But, like, no, nah, I think it ended the way it should have. I don't think that we would get some, like, glorious pass the torch moment. Also, they escaped in 97. The Pacers should have won that game. I don't know how the hell they didn't, but they but they escaped in 97. Do they come back the next year and play them in 99 and lose? Who Do they even make the finals in 99? Do, do you know? Do the Pacers beat them? Two thousand Pacers go to the finals. So I definitely don't think you know they would beat them in two thousand if that same core is still intact. I think so. No, nah, I think away. I don't Mike think Mike was. Mike not losing. No, it's not about what Mike. Mike first of all, we've seen Mike lose. Mike before, ain't John Stark. He's not losing. We've seen, but yeah, we've seen Mike lose before when his teammates weren't at the level that they needed to be at. His teammates were older, getting older, and were not going to be at the level that they needed 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 to be at. So I don't think that it would have ended the way that we or have some ceremonious. Yeah, we get back and we go to the finals and we go out and not pass the tour. I don't think that happens the way you think it happens. I just don't. If I, I really took away from this past week, um, doc, the special, the two things. One of the big things that I took away from, like you can hear it in MJ's voice, as that season like he's like over it but i really think like you don't put that thought in his head you freezing he's that if he's that competitive if that if if he has a competition problem then if you tell him phil's gonna be there next year then he's gonna bust his ass this year and he's gonna bust his ass next year and he's not gonna stop he's gonna find the next scotty he's gonna find the next guy to step up and do what he needs and i think i think it pushes them to go a little bit farther i think I think MJ checked out the second he knew Phil wasn't coming back. I think he knew this is my last straw. This is it for us. Like, we got to go hard now, and then it's over. Like, he knew the vacation was coming. I mean, yeah, but also at 35, do you want new teammates? Like, seriously, you've been playing with Scotty for 13 years. Do you think I really want to get out and go, go and get a new cast of guys? Again, like, they were going to trade Scotty. I mean, he, like, did it in, he did it in Washington. He didn't have to do it there. Yes, but that's after you retire and you completely come back. Again, they was going to trade Scotty for T-Mac. Michael Jordan said no to that. They tried to trade Scotty a lot. Jordan said no. I think that Jordan saw Scotty as my perfect partner. So it's like, do you want to start over kind of at the same time at 35-year-old? Mike and T-Mac would have been crazy. Yes, but not for winning at that point in time. Whatever. We would have. To, they would have to show me it, when, it wasn't going to work. Yeah, but T Mac was eighteen coming coming out of high school. You weren't going to win championships with T Mac at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, true, true, true. Michael would have had no patience for an eighteen year old. Exactly. Kid. Yeah, no, nah, he exactly. T Mac. Exactly. So yeah, he would have put that elbow right in the chest. 
So, I mean, yeah, like, it would have been cool to see, but I just don't think that everything ends up exactly the same way. I think it ended how it should have. I think they walked off on top. And how many stories do you get of that in sports, you know, when guys leave on top? I think Ray Lewis did it. I think he left from the Super Bowl. Tom Brady um, Tom, well, we don't know. We don't know. It might know. be bad. It might be bad or it might be good. We don't know. The story yeah, ain't finished think, yet. Yeah, yeah, but I think we know that his Tom Brady's best period, I mean, best years are behind him, though. Yes, I mean, yes, but I'm saying, like, if he goes to Tampa Bay and they win a ring and he retire, I mean, we don't fucking know. We don't know. They said, if they win a ring, he's They said the retired. same thing about Joe Montana. Joe Montana Tom? came out slinging. All right, well, I mean, I guess we'll see, but... Did, I, did they go to an AFC Championship game with, uh, with uh, Joe Montana? Yeah, so it's like... But, yeah, again, how many teams or guys get to go out on top? It's very, very... The Warriors... At least that chapter of the Warriors didn't go out on top. Like it's very, very few times that teams and you know players go out on top. And I think they got a chance to do that. And I think that, that that's the beautiful and interesting part of it. I don't think the story is as interesting if they lose. Speaking of the speaking of the Warriors, Josh wanted to talk about this. Is Steph Curry overrated? Josh, you're coming through with the hot takes today. Why do you, why do you want to debate or talk about if Steph Curry is overrated? Talk to us. Let us know. What's up? I really feel like that unanimous MVP, like it just to be the only one in the league who has it. That was hilarious. You better, you better be something special. And I'll he, tell you what, if not? you was he not? Was he not, not by himself? Was he not? Not by himself. What? Not by himself. What? When have you ever seen anybody drop bombs like that? Never. When you have to cover Liar. every other player on the court, you got to cover him. Put grab put his ass in Charlotte. What? Put his ass to Charlotte by himself and let him ISO with nobody he's else to kick out. He's still gonna be raining bombs on. What you mean? Hell no. Fucking Trey Young averaging goddamn damn near thirty. You think Steph Curry, when he won unanimous MVP, would play good in Charlotte? What? Huh? Nah. Huh? Nah. All right. You're doing good though. You on that shit? Get out of here. You wild. I Go mean, ahead. continue. Continue. Go ahead. I, I mean, I I really feel like the championship is that. Propel to be, it, it builds that chip. It builds that that confidence in you. What does that even mean? His body ain't built to, to winning a championship. Builds build your confidence. Let you push more. Let you push harder. If you got to spend your whole career in the doldrums of Charlotte, losing left and right, he's already proven his body can't handle that. Getting he, he don't have two ankles. He already's missing a finger. He already can't. Can't handle his arms. You know how bad he's gonna get beat. They're gonna oh, just come at him. Hold on, look. I'm gonna remove you, and then I'm gonna add you back in here because you're breaking up because of the connection. So I think it's just Skype twigging out, and then we're gonna continue that. But, Pavy, how do you feel about that? Uh, I think him being the first M- unanimous MVP is hilarious. Wow. Um, Wow. I just think that there should have been unanimous MVPs before then. It's just like one person decided to vote for somebody else. Like LeBron should have been in. I think Shaq should have been in in 2000. How the fuck was Jordan not unanimous MVP when they won 72 games? How does that even happen? I think him being the first unanimous MVP is legit hilarious. As far as him being overrated, I think that him being overrated depends on where you rate him in general. I think that if you have him as the best point guard ever, okay, then you're overrating him. Or if you have him, like, top 10 of all time at this moment, I think you're overrating him. But in the concept of him being, quote-unquote, overrated, I don't think so. I think he's rated properly. I think he's a great player. I think you can't uh, ignore his effect on the game. Uh, whether you want to say the system helped him, the system helped everybody. Jordan, the system helped me. Mike. 
Jordan, yeah, Jordan. I mean, Jordan is great, but Jordan don't have six rings without the triangle. Shit, Kobe don't have six rings with the five rings without the triangle. Uh, systems help everybody, so I can't, you know, say all oh, the system. Because again, you gotta play in the system. Everybody just can't play in the system. You gotta be a guy who can fit the system and play in the system. So as far as his skill set being overrated, I mean, no. Do I think that he? I have him ranked as the second best point guard of all time. Do I think that he's ta- the most second, second most talented point guard of all time? No, but I cannot argue with the man's accomplishments and argue with what the man the has done. Second most talented point guard of all time. I think an argument could be. I honestly think an argument could be made. I think well, Russell Westbrook. I think is up there. I mean, the man that averaged three straight triple doubles. I think that's up there. I think you have to make Chris Paul is up there. I think when you look at what he's done on offense and Ooh, defense on both sides of the ball. Steph Curry. Yeah. Yes, because it's two sides of the basketball court. Chris Paul is a. What is Russell Westbrook doing on the, on the, on the opposite end of the basketball court? Rebounding. Averaging ten boards. Get, Steph Curry don't give you six rebounds a game. He that's he not does. ten. Chris Paul don't rebound like Steph Curry. Yeah, uh, Chris Paul rebounds just about as good as Steph Curry. He's, right, he's a better one on one defender than Steph Curry. He's right, been bro. he I think led the league in steals seven straight right, years. Bro. He right, led the league in steals right, seven bro. straight right, years. Bro. He's been Chris first Paul team all defense. Steph Curry. Yeah, he, yes. Right. He's been yes. He's right. been he's better he's defensively been, by far. He's he's uh, I think what first yeah, team all defense. He is a I think a better playmaker than he is. Obviously shooting no, I think he's a better playmaker than he is. But again, you can't argue with so Steph Curry in the compliments. He has why ain't a better player then? Why ain't been a better player then? For one, he's for one he's for one for one. Listen, listen, listen. For one, he's six feet, which there's only so much you can do when you're six feet tall. Steph is still a bigger guard. I think that we in this generation of you see guys who like six five and six six. People like Lucas size playing point guard, so you forget that Steph Curry is actually a big guard. When you see him next to a guy like Trey Young, who is a who is normal point guard, normal old school point guard size, you realize Steph Curry is not a small guard. Also, he's a great shooter. He's in the perfect system for him. But again, you have to run the system. But he's in the perfect system for him. I think a lot of things contribute to that. Um, and again, you can't argue with the man's resume. I cannot argue with his resume. His 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 resume is probably the second best, most impressive resume um, out of a point guard, unless you want to play Oscar Robinson in there or some shit like that. But I didn't watch Oscar play every night, so I'm not going to do that. But as far as him being overrated, I can't subscribe to that. Go ahead, Josh. All right, just connect it back in. My bad. Huh? I I just really I think if you put Chris Paul. Chris Paul and them Warriors. That's that's they a not doing nothing. Team. Nah, it don't work the they same. They not doing nothing. That team wouldn't work he, the same. There would be no need for a Draymond. Why would you need a Draymond? That team wouldn't work the same. You don't think he'll facilitate now? Clay don't need to dribble. Nah, it just no. It's, it's just it's, it's just like a guy like Draymond. What's the point of having Draymond if you got Chris Paul? Why do you need another facilitator if you have Chris Paul on the team? You would get a big. You would get scorers around Chris Paul. People who can score. If you got Steph and Clay, then you get a Draymond because you need him to facilitate and open it up and make sure that these guys can't get double so they can play off ball. So Chris Paul on that Warriors team wouldn't exactly work. I see the way it. you think it would. I see it, but I just see him adapting much better. Adapting much better to that system. I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, for the lack of a better word, got really, really lucky. He ended up with a coach that played exactly the way he did. Well, wish he could play to that level. Wish he could play to that system. And he just that was that system was created for Steph. That that I that 
ball playing ability. Like he he absolutely changed the league. He absolutely transcended the entire league to be as a basketball coach. I hate Steph Curry. I cannot run a basketball practice. Without I I, I know it's terrible. I know it's disgusting. I cannot, I cannot run a basketball practice without having 17 kids running from half court just yelling Curry and chucking and not even hitting backboard. It's like, oh, like he spent Relax. a lot of time underneath the rim before he did this nonsense. Like, it's not necessary. Nah, yeah, I mean, I hear you, but I, I, I just, it's not like I think that, you know, I, okay, I think Steph would be successful any way you put him. Now, would he be unanimous MVP? Probably not, but I think he would be successful any way you put him, as would most great players. But I think it's very few players on planet Earth you can just drop anywhere and get the same results. I think that's reserved for the best of the best. You don't think if you put Steph, put Steph Curry in Charlotte, he's not like an equivalent Kemba? All I mean, he's better than Kemba, but better like. Than Kemba. He's better than Kemba, and they probably make the playoffs most years. But like, he's not the Steph Curry we know and love today. No. If they make the playoffs, he's still an All Star, so he's still close to. He's still the Steph Curry we love today. He's not two time MVP Steph Curry. I don't see Steph getting the same looks. I don't see him getting the same. Uh, he not gonna get looks in Charlotte. How? They gonna double him. It's gonna be hard. Oh, yeah, like, they double him now. Drop. Yeah, but if he got a hat of ball, he's not going to be. boxing one, he still averaged over the 30. Yeah, yeah, and that was because Clay was out that game. KD was out that game. If you, if, if, he's, if he's playing, there, if he's going to face him. If he's, <laughs> that who? was hilarious. Who? If he's playing. Who? If he's is going who? to face him. Who? If who? he's playing. Never heard of playing. him. What has he won? What has he done? What has he accomplished? Other than other than upsetting his teammates and getting traded away or moved away from organizations. What has Jimmy Butler done? Nothing. Fuck out of here. He if he plays in Charlotte, they're gonna double him Turn more. Turn that man Jimmy Butler into mincemeat. They're gonna they're gonna double him more. His percentages might drop. He might have to go to the rim a little bit more. He may he may be more susceptible to injuries because again, you can push in the paint. That means more people get to touch you, that means you get to hit the ground more. Uh, with his percentages, would he give you the same exact production he gave you in Golden State? I don't think so. Do I still think he would be a very good quality, one of the best point guards in the league? Yes, I do. But again, I, I think, think he'd still that, be an All Star. I think yeah, he but still, it, he's just not two time MVP. But again, I think there are very few guys that you can just drop anywhere on earth. I think LeBron, you could do that with. I think a Magic Johnson, you could do that with. I think there are very few guys on planet Michael Jordan, Kobe. I think there are very few guys you can just drop anywhere on the planet and get the exact same level of production anywhere. I think that's reserved for a select few group of guys. And Steph is not one of them. I would agree with that. So, to but there's the nothing wrong with I that. Disagree with that. I so to be the first unanimous. I firmly disagree with that. You can't be the first unanimous and not be able to do this anywhere on earth. That's disrespectful yes, to him. It is. First of all, him that's being disrespectful to him. First of all, him he being is. first unanimous MVP is hilarious. I would have MVP trophy. It should have Clay Thompson's name next to it. Okay, like relax. Wow. Don't. Yeah, you see, you tweaking. See, this is what I'm saying. That's what I'm see, saying. See, I'm not saying all of that. I'm and not wilding. No, they're called the Splash Brothers. They had two of them. They packaged them as a deal. They sold them as a package. Look, look, you want to know how I'm going to defeat your argument? If you ask Clay Thompson, are you anywhere near as good as Steph Curry? Do you think he's saying yeah? Hell no. Hell no. I actually Hell thought no. that. I actually Hell had a take. No. I actually had a take Hell a couple no. years ago. I actually, I actually had a, had, a, had a take a couple years ago that's actually like irrelevant now. But I thought that with Steph aging and with Clay being younger, I thought that you would see a point in time in which Clay would be right neck and neck with Steph. I don't think that happens anymore because obviously Clay has torn his ACL. But I think that time, at a certain point in time, was coming. 
I thought that time was coming. Reason being, um, I thought that his playmaking would improve. Obviously, not to Steph's level, but but it would improve. He's already a better defender. Uh, I don't think the goofball. Huh? Plays too much of a goofball. Like I don't, I don't see him like zoning in and getting serious with like practice, working out, doing all that. Like I, I just don't, I just don't see like that. Like he doesn't have like a. He has that weird. Like like everything's cool. Everything's buddy buddy. Everything he does is all like laughing and joking. It's like, come on, man. Like. You're on a championship team. Be a little serious. I mean, he's a champion. He's been as serious as he needs to be. That's how we do it. Work hard, play hard. Clay Thompson. Shout out to Rocky. His dog. But yes, I think that Clay is a lot better than what people give him some credit for when placed next to Steph. I think that uh, they help each other out a lot more than what a lot of people would imagine that they help each other out a lot. Okay. I so- think that's I think that's equivalent to the Scotty MJ thing. Like MJ wouldn't have been MJ without Scotty. Like no one could have taken Scotty's place. Yeah, no but one could have been telling me that MJ couldn't go and play anywhere and he would be the same player. But you tell no, no, me no, no, I'm about talking Steph Curry. About, talking about the bond between the two of them, where I don't think you could have put another player in and had Steph. The reason why that's a little bit different is because we've seen Jordan literally average 37 points without Scottie Pippen being Scottie Pippen. Now, would he win the same? I highly doubt it. I don't think that would happen. But you literally seen Michael Jordan average 30 as a rookie with with, with Orlando Woolridge on the court. This is the reason why that's a little bit different. Not that much. All right. Not that much. Not that much. Right. I'm sorry. Not that much. Steph was out there with Monte, G. Monte giving you 20. Yeah, giving you 20. MJ had yeah. to do to average those points. Huh? Giving you yeah, 20. Yeah, but what else was Monte giving you? That's why you get rid of him. Steph was out there with Monte giving you 20 points. Jordan was out there with Orlando Warriors yeah, giving George you 30 Gervin. as a rookie. Yeah, but he had a Hall of Fame out there. George Gervin was out there. Hall of Fame. On- George Gervin was Hall of Fame. George Gervin when he was playing with Mike. Look, look, look at me and these people and lie. Is he not a Hall of Famer, though? Wasn't he already in the Hall of Fame when he played with him? Like, he was that old at that point? No, he no, was 35. But, Come on, man. No, but he was finished, though. He was finished. He was done. It was over. So was Gary but, Payton. I'm Did looking. Did you tell me Shaq played with Hall of Famers when they won championship? GP so, was not. No, whoa, 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 relax. So GP was Jason was Kidd. Not, Jason Kidd was basically done. But y'all going to sit up here and tell me that. That 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 he was the equivalent to Kyrie on that. Wasn't Jason um, Kidd starting on that team? Wasn't Jason Kidd starting on that team? Didn't Jason Kidd play like two three years after that? Equivalent to Kyrie. I didn't say he was equivalent to Kevin Love. Nobody on that team equivalent to LeBron. I disagree with that. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. I disagree with that. Tyson Chandler. I dis I disagree with you. Tyson Chandler is 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 equivalent to Kevin Love. I think he won Defense Player of the Year that year. He won Defense Player of the Year that that uh fucking that year I think. He won defense fucking player of the year. He was probably late. I think he was laying the best defender that year. Okay. That ain't equivalent. Okay, fine. Okay, when the fine. Fuck Kevin Love okay, fine. the best at anything. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. What about Kyrie? Exactly. Defensively? No, no, oh, no, no. No, oh, no look. God, no, look. I think that defensively, Tyson had the same impact Kyrie had offensively. So he had the same impact as Kevin Love and Kyrie? I mean, not as both of them put together. Okay, but I think then. that, so like, he had the same so, like impact said, as, like. about that J.R. Smith thing. Who else was on the team, G? I mean, LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Y'all sit up here talking to me about fucking Delado. I hear what you're... So you're going to excuse Kevin Love not being able to score? Well, he can score. He can score. 
But I mean, he was a twenty and twenty guy before he came to. Cleveland. He did what he was supposed to do. You know, your like the Rock I mean, said, know your role and shut your mouth. That's what he I mean, did. You're not averaging. You're not averaging twenty four on the, on the team. That's unnecessary on the team with Kyrie and Brown. So and LeBron made Kevin Love a better player. You can get me twenty LeBron rebounds. made Kevin Love a better player. He gave him a ring. Certain ways, no, yeah. That's what I asked you. Did he make him a better player? In certain ways, yeah, yeah. I think that Kevin Love has never contributed to winning the same way he did when he was with the Cavs. He didn't win a championship. You go from, I mean, obviously you were in Minnesota, and obviously, you know, Minnesota didn't have that much talent around you, but you go from winning 20 games to you're in the finals every single year. I think that the best of Kevin Love's game was brought out, was some of the best of Kevin Love's game was brought out when he was in Cleveland. For one, he lost weight. I they did start to put him back. One, Kevin Love was a better player for one, when he was in Cleveland? I think, he, I think he contributed more to winning. For one... I think that you want to see Kevin Love in the post, but he but he lost weight. He got in shape and lost weight. And then when they started to put him back in the post in that Toronto series in 2018, it didn't look the same. So for Kevin Love and his body, it's best that he spots up shoot. He got to outlet. He, he got to use his passing ability, use his hands more. Yeah, I think that he played some LeBron of his best basketball. Kevin Love yeah, I think he played some of his best basketball in Cleveland. I do. I, I do. I do. I do. If he don't, if he don't meet LeBron, he don't get a ring. That ain't. The I think question. he never. That ain't I think question. he played some of his best basketball. I think he played some of his best basketball in Cleveland. Yes, I do. Now, now the numbers may not reflect it, but I think his shooting percentages were probably up. I'm sure they were. I'm not looking at it in front of me right now. I'm sure his three point percentages were up. I think he played some of his best basketball in Cleveland. Obviously, he didn't score as many points. I think some of his best basketball was played in Cleveland, as as with uh, Kyrie. I think Kyrie played his best basketball. Well, I think the first half. I think the last year in Boston, that last half of it. And that last year in Cleveland, I think were Kyrie's best season. And they're about neck and neck. Yeah, Kevin Love in Cleveland was. LeBron made Kevin Love better. His best percentage from three is right. well. His best percentage right. from three is in his third year. He shot forty-one percent, but that was on two attempts. Uh, in twenty. Listen. Listen, when he was in 2017-2018, he shot 41% with five attempts. So his three-point percentage was up. Uh, rebounds, 11. Yeah, I think he played some of his best basketball in Cleveland. He never I, averaged more rebounds, never averaged more points, never, never averaged never, more blocks. He never played nowhere near as, as, as many minutes, though. You get 35 minutes, 39 minutes, 34. You come to Cleveland, 33, 31, 31, 28. If you per 36 that, what does it look like? Per 36 that... And the numbers and the start numbers to still look, ain't better. They still ain't they better. They're not to better look, than when he was in they start, Minnesota. They start to look some of the same. This man was averaging 15.3 rebounds and fucking 20 points. And you sit up here telling me LeBron made Kevin Love better? G. Aye, bro. In Cleveland. Aye, G. Her 36 21-12. That's they look they don't exactly look the exact same, but they look pretty similar. 22 and 11, especially you're talking about as a third option. We're not talking about as a first option when you're getting all the shots. When you're the only dude on the team, you can put up those numbers. Again, I, I don't think he ever contributed as much to winning right. as he did in Cleveland. Obviously, the numbers weren't better, but I don't think he ever contributed as much to winning as he did in Cleveland. That's my opinion. LeBron didn't make that man better. Stop it. I never love you to trade his numbers. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I saw Kevin Love make smarter plays in Cleveland than just playing bully ball in Minnesota. He was like 20 when he was in Minnesota, G. 21, 23. He left Minnesota when he was 24. Actually, 25. 
Spent so part of it, huh? Part of he's it. supposed to be his prime years. What twenty four? No, you told me what's people's prime years. Twenty seven to thirty one. He or twenty twenty seven to thirty one when he played with LeBron. Not his prime years. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, no, but wow. I'm saying. Like yes, but as a y'all, third option, y'all how many LeBron shots? Credit for everybody, G. Yes, LeBron but as Chris a Bosch better. No, I, I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he I, made. I don't think he made him I, better. But again, I, I don't think Chris okay. Bosch ever. Made hold on, wait. Better? No, but okay. D Way was older I, anyway. Okay. No, 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 but I'm, I'm just asking you a question. And you answered it. I got no problem with that. And here's the and here's the thing with Chris Bosch. Yeah, he put up better numbers in Toronto, but his defense was better in um. And on um, Miami, I don't think that's all on LeBron, but his defense was better in Miami. Obviously, you were playing next to Haslam. You were on a better um, defensive team. And, again, I think he, again, contributed more to winning in Miami. He oh, did what was necessary. You said, I, did he make D-Wade better? Yeah. Hell no. D-Wade I think he helped prolong his career a little bit, though. I do think he helped prolong his career uh, 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 a little bit. He retired LeBron. like a year ago, G. How he helped prolong that man's career? Because a lot of more pressure would be on – D Wade, if LeBron ever went there. So, for instance, LeBron would say sometimes I would show up to the theater, I show up to the arena, and not even know D Wade wasn't even playing. If D Wade has to go out there, D Wade already had bad knees. If D Wade has to go out there and put that same like strain, no, he's not gonna play longer, bro. Has him still playing? D Wade will still be playing. Yes, but Udonis never had the strain on his body like D Wade. He ain't had the same injuries. D Wade, that mean D Wade don't go to all them finals and and have to play all them games. Yeah, but yes, but again, you probably playing 38 minutes as the main option again, and the defense is keying in on you. Meaning you taking more falls. Meaning you're more. Meaning you're more successful with the injury and things like that. He would. He would. I think that he would have got more beat up as opposed to yo. I got Braun. I can just throw Braun a ball, and I'm good. D Wade. You remember? No, no. Actually, D Wade gave LeBron more longevity. That's how. That's how I look at it. He gave LeBron more longevity. LeBron would have went out there and tried to kill himself to win another ring by himself and would have never did that shit. But LeBron I'm sure they all helped they each other out. They would have drafted Kyrie because Braun would have been in. They would have continued to begin that ass spanked in the second or third round. Go ahead. Anyway, speaking of LeBron, rookie year, uh, you wanted to talk about this, uh, Josh. So last topic of the show, did Carmelo Anthony deserve rookie of the year what do you think go yeah. ahead talk to the people explain your argument uh if you look at the statistics between both teams before they they drafted the team draft before the 2003 draft mm-hmm. they both had equivalent records they almost had the same damn losing record mm-hmm. Melo came out denver mm-hmm. averaged more points averaged more rebounds less assists but he took that denver team to the playoffs LeBron didn't do nothing in Cleveland until what four, three, four, three, four years later. I, I look at Melo as Melo came out showing that he's a winner, showing that he he was gonna take your team to playoffs and do everything. That that rookie year, he definitely one hundred percent played better than Brown in a harder conference and a harder division. I agree, one hundred percent. But this is part of the thing that I say with LeBron when everybody sends us up here and they tell us. To be fair. To be fair. Supreme being and all that stuff. It's just like, nah, like, there have been guys that have been as good as him for certain periods throughout his career, through his career. I don't think that, I don't think anybody has been the bona fide better player than LeBron year to year. But I think that every, that that arguably every year that was somebody better than LeBron. 
with the exception, to be fair. With the exception of 20, 2010 to 2013. LeBron, it I think, was the it, best player. It to be fair. Go ahead, Pavy. To be fair, this roster is a lot different than the roster that won 17 games. So a couple different people on here that I'm sure had a major impact on winning outside of just Carmelo Anthony. And that's not to say that I don't think Melo deserved rookie of the year because I do think that, Melo, you were on a team that made the playoffs. You probably should have won that. But let's not act like the only thing that changed on the roster was Carmelo Anthony. That's not true. Andre Miller. Huh? They still got a gel. He still got to make it work. Like, I, I, mean, like, I mean, like, yes, but again, you got Marcus Camby, who actually played this. He played 28 games here before. He played 72. You got Oral Borkins, who was quality off the bench. The biggest pickup was probably Andre Miller, in my opinion. Andre Miller's probably the biggest pickup. You had Nene. Now, granted, again, Melo was far and away the best player on that team, I think. But let's not act like Melo was the only difference to that team, and then Melo came and he won 30 more games. That's not exactly what happened. But either way, like it, it doesn't it doesn't tarnish LeBron's legacy to not have the rookie of the year. But like, I do agree with you, you that Melo should have won a rookie of the year. But the reason why he didn't get that was because it up up I think up until that point, you had never seen anybody come out of high school and do what LeBron had done, which made it what at that age do what LeBron was doing in the um league, which made it more impressive. Like most of the guys who came out of high school, they didn't really play too much their first year. I can't think of anybody before LeBron who came out of high school and was playing like that. I don't think anybody did that. Which is why he got the MVP. Whatever that that um that um rookie year for being that young and being that productive on on a team for 82 games. You had you had never seen that up until that point. You had seen people be one and done like Stephon Marbury had a really decent rookie year. Like you had seen that, but you had never seen somebody come out of high school up until the end and do what he did, which is why he won an MVP. That with that with that rookie the year, not a not a not um MVP. But but if you want to say that Melo's rookie season was better, I don't hate that. I see, I see, I never even, never even, I, I feel like I almost forget that LeBron came, like, right out of high school. Like, it, it just seems like he just started in the league and was, was the man from the beginning. But even, st- like, uh, Melo came off of a championship run in Syracuse. Sorry. Like, he had a real championship run. He's he's gassed. Like, I, I don't I don't see, I see him needing let more time to progress that way just because, all right, I just played college ball where I had to – Jim Beheim had to bring me in and teach me some things and learn, where LeBron has just been able to be LeBron from day one. Like, go do what you do. Yes, but I would argue that that's what makes it harder and more impressive that you just literally just stepped in from high school when you stepped in on the NBA court and looked like you belong, and not just looked like you belong, you actually excelled. You had never seen that. And I don't even think you've seen that after that. Like, like, literally, who came out of high school with anywhere near the same? And Dwight didn't do that when Dwight came out. Dwight was decent. His like rookie year was decent, but Dwight didn't do that. KG, um, KG didn't do that his rookie year. Yeah. He didn't do that shit. He was cool. Yeah. But we did just get done saying like you can't control what area you play in. So, yeah, and he so and him. he as an eighteen year old came in the league, tore it up. You had never seen that before. You really ain't seen it since. But Melo was better. He was the rookie of the year. If you did, he have a better season, maybe slightly. But again, he won it because it was so impressive. Again, you had kind of seen what Melo had done before. You had oh. never ever in your life, huh? Well, we knew we were gonna give LeBron every other damn thing. Like, no, we, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't know what the fuck to expect from LeBron. He could, he could like get drafted and suck. They had him on every poster, every 
Yeah, but you don't know until you step on the court. LeBron stepped on the court in a grown man's league and excelled at, at 18 years old. You had never seen that, and you really ain't seen it since coming straight out of high school. Now, you may see it one day in the future when they do some shit, whatever. Even Luka, he played professionally in Europe. Luka! LeBron James came straight LeBron James came straight out of high school basketball, out of high school, and excelled in a grown man's league. Oh, you had you never seen that before. for LeBron, huh? Huh? I don't, yeah, you want to know why? Because Luka was playing in the pros. Luka is the best rookie to ever play. Ever. He's not the best rookie to ever, ever. play. I think Michael Jordan is the best Magic rookie to ever Johnson. play. Magic Johnson. Magic, Magic, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Then I might go David Larry, Robinson. Then Jack. Larry, Larry, Larry Bird, Bird is up there. Larry Bird, Bird is up there. Got the rookie of the year over Magic. No, because they went rookies. Weren't they rookies in different years? Or did it come in at the same time? David. No. No, Bird got drafted before, but you had to like, but he got a chance to like stay in college yeah, or some shit like that. Yeah, stay in college for another year yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and that, and, and, and that's because I think they had a sixty of uh, not he that they had a forty game increase when he got there. They had a, they had a, like forty game increase. Now they did add a couple pieces, but like forty game increase as well. So you got Bird, you got Matt, you got Magic, you got, you got Jordan, Luca, Shaq, Shaq, David Robinson, David Robinson too. David Robinson rookie was wild as yeah. shit too. Like twenty four and twelve. Luca's Luka season had, is up there though. Luca and Gian and Giannis had me worried. Like I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the day comes that the best player in the NBA is not one of ours. Like I mean, it's, it's already here. Giannis is the best player in America. Giannis, is I the have best a, he's the best player I, on planet Earth. I have a take that I think in this decade, as long as, as we can get basketball, the MVP will be won by a foreign player fifty percent of the time. Giannis. I think Giannis is going to get to like five or six MVPs. I think defensively what he can do, I think that that's going to always keep him in the MVP conversation. As long as they continue to win games and he wins at least one or two rings over the next five years, he's going to always be in that conversation just like Braun is. I think Braun is, like I said, Braun's, Braun's best years are behind him. He's never going to be as good as he was before. I, I still don't think he's going to ever win a ring again. And I think that um, looking to the future – I think that it's now time for the young guys. And I think in terms of passing of the guard, the reason why I wanted the season to continue was because I wanted to see LeBron have to pass the guard to Giannis when Giannis win the championship and the Lakers maybe make it to the, to the finals. Or even, or even seeing you know, Giannis beat Kawhi, I really think that that would be a passing of the guard too because Kawhi has been the one, guy that, the one guy other than Steph Curry that could really – I mean, Steph Curry or, and Kevin Durant that could stop LeBron. What if Kawhi LeBron. wins? Huh? What if Kawhi wins? Then we got to talk about him in a whole different light. If Kawhi, if Kawhi wins, he up there with Jordan. Relax. Three rings, no. three different franchises. Three Not jerseys yet. retired from three different keep franchises. Going. He got to keep rings, going. Three different franchises. He's up there with Jordan. Relax. Relax. He's going to be a three-time finals MVP. Relax. Yes. Relax. Yes. Relax. Relax. If Kawhi, Relax. If Kawhi win a championship Relax. with the Clippers, Relax. he's top 10 all time. Relax. Relax. Dead Relax. Relax. Top 10 all time. Relax. Relax. Top no, he got to keep going. He got to huh? keep going. No, he, he got to keep going. No, you wouldn't ring with the Clippers and the Raptors. You got to keep going. You want to ring with the Clippers and the Raptors, G. I feel you, but you acting like no. these weren't already well, not well, not the Clippers, but the Raptors were already set team already. They had been a consistently good team for four or five years. You add a better player than what you lost. Care. They did what they, they should have done. Care. You still have to. They play lost to LeBron to and they won fifty. The they game. won. They won fifty games for like four straight years. They weren't a bad team. They just couldn't get over the hump. It don't with, matter. With, it don't with, matter. With LeBron. It don't matter. He and that I'm not going. Top 10 no, all he's time. not. No, relax. Yes. Not top. 10, but yes. but. Dirk. Dirk was like my Dirk. I think was my number ten. No, get out of here. 
But I, honestly, no. honestly, Dirk out of here because Giannis in my top ten right now. What other player in the league my God, ever has done what Kawhi's Literally, I can't wait. I want them to crown MVP so Giannis can get his second MVP and then you, you can't the say nothing because everybody else in your top ten usually don't have two MVPs. You got the most reckless top ten of no, all I time, don't. bro. No, I don't. Not yet, G. No, no I don't. Get it. I think no, Giannis I has a real chance to get six, there. Number seven. Now I think I don't have any issue with that, but I think I think Giannis has a real chance to get there. But I am a believer of letting shit play out. I want to see what he does in the next six years. He has a real chance to get there again. Giannis could who like who the fuck knows where where does where the story ends with Giannis? But I can't put him at that level yet. Giannis ain't even got twenty thousand points yet. It don't matter. I get the twenty thousand points. You don't. He Can don't he need play to. at that level? Can he play at that level for another six years? Yes, Ooh, easily. Barring injury. Not even bar an injury. I've saying. seen him in person. He is a physical freak of nature. Even if he gets slow and decides to just put on more muscle and more weight and just get down there and bang with people, nobody can touch him. That dude is humongous. He is one of the largest human, largest and longest, I'm talking about limbs, human beings I've ever seen in my life. And it's and literally he like this. I don't think I I think uh, unless it's something catastrophic which I doubt that that's going to happen for him because I think that he has he usually has good running and jumping mechanics. He's not a person that I think that plays recklessly either. My issue with Giannis though is all those euros like you step on somebody shit the wrong way, you like you like tweak something, you like develop bad ankles, things like that. But as long as he has no nagging injuries or things that could turn into like a nagging thing, I think he'll be fine. One of the biggest things that we always talk about is how did LeBron stay so healthy for so long? Like at that size, at that speed, He's at that ferocity, but like I don't—is Gian—is he built the same way? Giannis is. We'll Giannis, see. I, I think Giannis personally is built better than Bron. We'll see. I, I honestly, I think, I think, I think physically, I and although I haven't seen LeBron James in person yet, up close, um, I've seen Giannis. I've literally asked Giannis a question. Post LeBron is much slimmer than what he looks on TV. Yes. Giannis is slim, but Giannis literally is like this. Like Giannis literally is humongous. Like he is a huge human being. Like I see Visa Zubak all the time. He's seven feet, seven feet one, whatever. Giannis is not taller than him, but Giannis looks bigger than him. Giannis looks more muscular than him. He looks more athletic in person than he is. He like I think literally like when Jason Kidd saw Giannis and thought, "Yo, you could." Be one of the greatest players to ever play because you could probably run point guard and be able to dunk all over everybody. He saw the vision. Like Jason Kidd, more than anything he did as a player, should get credit for really being the first one to really like be like, "Yo, Giannis, if I put the ball in your hands, you gonna be that guy." Because I really think that Giannis. You like, said for seeing, more than anything he did as a player. He yes, should get I'm credit a dead ass. I think I think Giannis has the potential to be the greatest player to ever play, and I think Jason Kidd is the first one to really give him the confidence he needed to be as good as he is. I feel you. What you said more than anything he ever did as a yes. as a player. Yes. Fucking hilarious. I mean that. But I hear I'm you. dead ass. I know you serious. I don't think I'm, you're joking. You, I know like, you like, I mean, like, I mean, like literally, Doug Collins. We remember Doug Collins because Michael Jordan loved Doug Collins, and Doug Collins was a I mean was a solid coach. But if Michael Jordan didn't like Doug Collins, Doug Collins wouldn't be remembered the same Doug way. Collins. He would Doug just be Collins remembered also, as a play-by-play announcer. But we remember Doug, Doug Collins he also was Jordan, a player. Doug Jordan Collins also was Collins. a. Doug Collins was also a player uh, for the Sixers in the uh, 70s, so you were around at that time. I know that, but we remember Michael Jordan because he loved Doug Collins. 30 years from now, 20 years from now, if Giannis is the greatest player to ever play, kids not going to remember him because of that. He's going to be being interviewed in the documentary, and they're going to be like, yeah, Jason Kidd was one of the greatest players, but like 
Giannis gonna be in a documentary. Jason was one of the first people to tell me that I was great. And I know no, great. Think that, and then, and then nah, literally, it's gonna that, be some footage of him dunking and shit in that first season. I think that and then you're gonna be tweeting, I'm mad as hell. Matthew Delvadova was on that team. Why isn't he being that, interviewed right I now? Think that, I think that people will always remember what Jason Kidd did as a player for the fact of when you pull up Lakers finals footage, he's in the shit. When you pull up Spurs finals footage, he's in the shit. Like Jason Kidd has had legit moments. He, if you if you pull up the 2011 finals, he in the shit. Like he, all like, that shit in four three remember. though. It's what? all in grainy. It's all in grainy four three. None of that shit is in high def. I'm They're just not, saying you gonna remember what Jason Kidd what did as a player. You, G G G. They don't. He's not going Mike G. These kids Listen, don't remember Mike G. But they know he, I, I like, like, I they feel you. They don't remember Mike I feel G. you. It's Mike, I feel what bro. you're saying. I know what you're saying. But it's not going, you're not going to completely be able to write Jason Kidd completely like fucking you do with uh, Doug Collins. Like, some people don't even know Doug. I think, I think Jason Kidd will always have a spot in history. Now, it won't be large. It will. But, but if Giannis is the greatest player of all time, we're going to remember that he coached that man and that yeah, he was one of the first people to really give Giannis confidence. I really believe Giannis can be the GOAT. I'm not joking. What picture are you putting a Jason Kidd up? The one with the blonde tips? No, Great I'm question. Putting up, I'm putting up the one, I, honestly, of him in New Jersey when he spilled the drink on yeah, the floor to give him a timeout. Yeah. That's, yeah. honestly, that, I'm going to remember that damn near more than his championship highlights with the Mavericks. That was innovative. I just remember, I just remember a couple long, slow threes of the Mavericks. <laughs> I remember Kidd as a net, personally. I remember Kidd as a net, too. Jason Kidd was one of my favorite players growing up because I used to always play NBA Live, and I would play point guard with him because he could rebound, he could score, and he could get assists when he needed to. And Kenyon Martin on NBA Live when he used to run down the floor when he could throw up alley-oops and he would catch. That Nets team, if it played right now, would be actually probably better. That Nets team, if it played right now, would probably be the best uh, team in the East. I agree. You would would move Kenyon to center. Which is probably, also why I think that that team is a little bit disrespected in history because I just think I Shaq was so great. I just think Vince literally Carter nobody could guard Shaq. And then you had Kobe on top of that? Nah. They just called it rough. Like, you got Shaq, then you got Duncan the next year. Like, what do you want me to do? Cry. Vince Carter might have got an MVP had that Nets team played now. What? No. Relax. Dude, Relax. you're doing good, though. Relax. You- no. Why? When? Why? When was Vince Carter ever MVP like? No, no, no. If you could play, if you could play him now, I remember dudes bodying him and not letting him move, not letting him play. If you, you can't hand check him now. Like he, you weren't gonna stop him. Those were the more disappointing Nets teams, though. When Carter came over, yeah, like those were the more disappointing Nets teams. The Nets teams that were great was when you know they had Kittle because Carter don't play no defense, so it was like you got another guard who not defending. The Kittles was Kittles was a good defender. So you, you got give kids. Steph Curry MVP for not playing defense. You can give it to yeah. Me. I hear what you're Gee, saying. Vince Carter, but... not Steph Curry. Yeah. Response? Yeah. Huh? He ain't. He, he's not. But I was about to say, what? They don't, don't do the same thing. That's fair. But no, I don't think there's any world that Vince Carter would win MVP. There's no world ever was Vince Carter was even. I told you, I, I told you, I, I never thought MVP. Vince Carter was. Shout out Vince Carter, Hall never of Famer, but I never thought that man was. I superstar. agree with you. That's the first take you've ever had that I literally have no argument with. I can't even be like, oh uh, well, but no, he was never a superstar to me. He could dunk. He was cool and could score twenty points. 
and that was it. <laughs> this is not a superstar. But I also think Scottie Pippen was never a superstar. So we See, I think Pippen had a couple of years. Scottie Pippen was never a superstar. I think I think Pippen was Scottie Pippen was never a superstar. I think on the Pitt court was he top, was never a superstar. I think that Pip was a couple years top five in both offense and defense. Nah. I think he was. Not averaging 20. I think he was a top not, five not defender. 22. Huh? Not averaging 22. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, what about the assists? Come on, man. No. What? Still no. What? No. no. I think no. he would. And also, no. how many points are you supposed to average with Jordan? The man scoring 30. I don't need to score that many. You know, MJ's not going to give you the ball anyway. Interesting. But I still saw Klay Thompson go out and average 20 while Steph Curry averaged 27 and Kevin Durant averaged 20. Because they don't dribble outside of KD. KD dribble. Mike putting that bitch on the floor. Steph Curry dribble. Not really. Yes, not that does. much. He does. Yes, no, he, he does. Don't. Yes, he does. No, he, yes, he does. He no, he don't. Not that much. He dribbles. Most of, no, most Steph Curry of, dribbles. A lot of Steph Curry's offense is initiated off ball. And also, this this now this this also will be go back to why you hate nineties basketball because the pace was so slow, as opposed the to today. Basketball was trash. Because the pace was so slow, no, as opposed the to today. Basketball was just trash. No, the pace was slow, but and I the feel basketball you. was trash, bro. Basketball wasn't trash. But the basketball was trash. Josh, what's your favorite era of a uh, basketball? Two thousand. Fair. But I would say the nineties weren't as fun to watch because they actually played defense in the nineties. Like, you actually had to scheme against teams. You had to run offenses. You had to run plays where shit had to develop, and you had to find the shot. And if you didn't, that team was going to make you pay. As you soon you as had they, to scheme now. I hate the – you had to scheme now. If you, don't scheme for, if you don't scheme for Kawhi, for PG, what do you – what? You don't scheme for Klay Thompson? You don't yeah, we for, had this thing. For yeah, Steph like Curry, we, you don't scheme for Ben Simmons? You don't scheme for Joel Embiid? You don't scheme for Giannis? We, we do you this don't thing scheme for Jimmy Butler? Bam out of bio? That's a real you question. Don't have the rules. You don't have the Ben Simmons rules. You have the MJ rules, though. Yeah, but all MJ rules just have to defend the man. Ben Simmons rules. Don't and you do got Ben Simmons rules. Stand definitely 10 feet back and let that man shoot a three. That's the rule. Let him shoot whatever he wants. See, here's the, see, here's the thing. We okay. have this myth about defense, whereas in the past, defense was always great. No, the fuck it wasn't. Just because you can tackle people at the rim don't mean the defense was De- better. Yeah, defense also, in the 80s was not that great to me. Defense is actually much more complicated now because you can do things like zone and things like that. Like in the 80s, the reason why... You know, you you had to tackle people was because like, gee, if I could just ISO on the perimeter all day and they can't come help because you can't yeah. come zone, yeah, so you can't come help defense. until I get to the rim because it's a legal defense. I gotta fucking tackle you, so you think about don't coming in here because you abusing this motherfucker all day. Help me, help me. <laughs> now it's like I can zone up on you. Now obviously they took some of the physicality out the game, but it's not like deep defense in theory was so much better. They just tackled people when they got to the rim. But now there's no there's no repercussions for missing five shots in a row. You just get to go to the bench. Before if you if you yeah, took a no shot, repercussions when Kobe came in, even in the Jordan doc, he like yo if he missed four times, he, that motherfucker better go get a rebound. <laughs> Although That's I do I do want to say I I was rewatching Last Dance and seeing Charles Oakley smack Pippen his rookie year was one of the funniest things. He smacked the shit out of that man. He smacked the shit out of that man for no reason. And Pip was just like, Ugh, walked to the locker. I was like, yo, why he just smack that man like that? He smacked the shit out of that man for no reason. Go ahead, my bad. How do y'all feel about the documentary? Oh, shit. 
Oh shit! Do we want to get into it again? I like it. I'm gonna just say I like it. You and Pavic can talk about it. I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna sip my drink. Uh, I'm gonna say that after once I've accepted it for what it is, I became okay with it. At first, I had a lot of complaints about it. I still have a lot of complaints about it. I still there are still things that I wish would have been in the documentary. But now that I realize that, like number one, it's about Michael Jordan, not the Bulls. Yes. Uh, it's like okay, it is what it is. Like it's it's for people who don't necessarily know the story. It's not for me, whatever. But I do like the background footage. I think the background footage is pretty cool. As far I, as like all the old footage that you know would have would have um, um, wouldn't have been seen previously. I feel like they're talking a lot about things that like we all know. Like we all like if you follow basketball and you you know Michael, like you know all this already. Like you know uh, yeah, but no. Yeah, I remember like one of my homies was like, "Oh, Michael retired in 1993. How the fuck do you not know Michael retired in 1993?" But whatever. But yes, I agree. And I and and, and again, I think the documentary is first of all Jordan biography, damn near. Yes. And it's done to remind you, hey, I'm Michael Jordan, and that was great. I wish they would have said more before it played that it was more of a Michael Jordan documentary because exactly to be bulls and like thank I'm you I'm not alone thank you I was with, like his I'm not gonna lie I would have loved to have heard like tech more about Tech Winter and Phil Jackson like I would have loved to have heard like what they had to go through dealing with like you know Tech Winter did not like Dennis Rodman but he loved what he provided fair that's actually one thing I didn't even think about but fair I, I just would have loved to. Have hear the coach's perspective of having to deal with all of those different personalities i mean you may get it i mean again there's there's still a couple parts left to be seen so like you you know you may get it eventually i personally would like to hear the teammates talk more like how we talk about kukos being being here to take scotty's spot scotty ain't say shit about it you interviewed the man g how the fuck did you feel scotty so but again like i once I accepted that it's just a Michael Jordan, like I said, a, a Michael Jordan biography, it became a much more enjoyable watch for me. And this that's really week, this past week. Once I saw they were doing the the Nike part of Jordan, it was like, all right, this is just about Jordan. Like, there's no reason <laughs> to talk about his sneakers if we're not just talking about Jordan. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the first time I watched, it, I kind of like zoned out around that part. I'm like, yo, I ain't heard nobody else on the Michael Jordan and writers. And Obama talked gee, for two gee, hours. Jordans don't matter to the culture. Jordans don't matter to the world. Michael Jordan shoes don't matter. We didn't it should say be a part Michael of a documentary Jordan. about the Chicago Bulls. You the main one. No, 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 no. Actually, this is a perfect reason. Because he, you the main one that was arguing with me and Scott about how, oh, like the, the early Jordans weren't branded after the Bulls. That's a lie. The reason why they talk about that in the documentary I, is because of the I, fact that they branded the man like a tennis star. And when you saw the man, he was only in red, white, and black, which was the color of his shoes. That's why that shit matters, G. Said, the Jordans don't matter? That's not you what I said. you're doing a documentary, you talk about Michael Jordan, was, and you provide context, I, and you provide context I for the whole goddamn was, Bulls run. Michael Jordan, Jordans I don't matter? Was, right. what, I, what I said was, I think the Jordans are much bigger than what the Chicago Bulls are. I think they're bigger than that, and I don't think that people think of the Bulls when they think of those shoes. I don't think people think of the Bulls necessarily when they think of Michael Jordan in general. I think people think of Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan as a separate entity, and then you get to old shitty play for the Bulls. I think the first thing you think about when you think about Michael Jordan is is the shoes. I think Michael Jordan's shoes might be bigger than the NBA. Agreed. Trash tape. What, what other? I don't. I mean, other than I mean, now it's popular since MJ. But like nobody else came out with shoes in any other colors. 
it was just the team colors. Like now you can get LeBron, you can get LeBron's in any color, you can get Kyrie's in any color. Huh? Yeah, Jordan was the first one to start retroing and changing his colors. Right. But, but they were the team you, colors. I got tens upstairs that are green and black. Yeah, but they not the original ones. Are they the original ones? The very first ones that came back, or were they in Bulls colors? Because he was playing with the Bulls. I, I distinctly remember him coming out with bright-ass colors. I'm talking about the very first ones was in, probably in Chicago Bulls colors. I don't agree with this, this that we don't associate Jordan with the Bulls. Like, Jordan is the Bulls. The Bulls are Jordan. Jordan is bigger than the Bulls. He's not bigger than the Bulls. Michael Jordan no, is a bigger not. entity than the Bulls. Yes, the Bulls. he is. You know no. he's a bigger entity than the, the fucking Bulls. Like, gee. The shoe. No, Michael Jordan is a bigger brand. entity than the, the Chicago Bulls. The shoe brand. And actually, and actually I don't even Jordan. think Nike is worth more money than the Bulls. That don't mean, gee, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what? Wait, I'm you gotta look that ass. up. Look that one up. Look that it's, one up. I'm you could be wrong right. look, look it up. that one up. And no, I think that again, like I said, I think Michael Joy is a separate entity apart from the not, but a a entity by by himself that is bigger than the Bulls, bigger than the NBA, bigger than basketball, bigger than sports, and transcends over into culture and fashion. Because again, I think the Jordan Nike is is worth more than the Bulls. Worth the yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I'm like, I I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't. The Bulls worth yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't think that. No, no relax. Billion. That's fine. Relax. That's fine. Nike's giving out thirty thousand shoes away for free. They got it. Let's see. Jordan shoe brand worth not worth more than the Bulls. Actually, hey, never mind. It is an estimated that the overall brand is worth ten billion dollars to the company. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Yeah, she I, is said, I said the, the shoes are. The shoes are. The shoe brand Jordan, is. But Michael yeah. Jordan is not. No, Jordan. it's not. No. Jordan is the shoes. He the no. fucking shoes. No. If you if no. you go overseas. Yes, and if he is the you, shoes, he's a Bulls player. That's how you, you know overseas, him. When you see the man, what do you see him in? When you, you see Michael Jordan, picture. what do you see Michael Jordan in? You can show a Do you see him in a Wizards uniform? be able to identify him. Do you see Michael Jordan in a Wizards uniform? See him in a Bullets uniform. A Bullets uniform? Yeah, that, that red, white, and blue one. Fuck out of here. You see him in a goddamn Bulls uniform. When you see Michael Jordan in your mind, you see him in a Bulls uniform. You don't see him in a goddamn suit. Fuck out of here. So you know people, the jump man because when you see they the man, mind, he they, they got, see the he's flying in a goddamn Bulls uniform. Some people, some people, when they see Michael Jordan, I think people who are with us, obviously we from Chicago. And also you from Chicago, so you got a whole different view on this. But I think a lot of people, when they see Jordan in their mind, they see the shoes. The first thing they attach Michael Jordan with is the shoes. So when they, they see the, man, the they fact see he's a basketball shoes. player and playing for the Bulls. When they huh? see the man, when they see a picture of Michael Jordan, they see gym shoes. When they see a picture, sure. But I'm talking about, yes, 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 huh? right? yes. Yes, globally, globally yes. yes, yes. They think I bet of you there's a little Asian woman yes. that could identify Michael Jordan, but not know what team he plays for. She know he play basketball. For what team? If though? you ask her what the colors of the team is, though? what's she gonna say? What's she gonna say? The colors of the team he played for is red, yeah, white. She might not. She actually red, might not know. What? Red, she white, and black. Might on, not know. I also think you from Chicago, so you bias about Gee. this. I Every think Michael Jordan Michael and those Jordans are bigger. Marketing campaign ever has had this man in red, white, I and black because he played on the Bulls. I hear what I hear 
what you were saying. But again, I, like I said, Greatest one thousand million contest. times. I think Michael Jordan. Uniform. I think Michael Jordan is ten times. Michael Jordan and them shoes are ten times bigger than what the Bulls are globally. Now here in America, who knows? But globally, I think it's ten times bigger. They're bigger that than Jordan he is. logo. They are. Bigger I guarantee than he you. Is. I guarantee, I guarantee if you put a silhouette, just, just like a silhouette of the Jordan logo and the Bulls logo, more people would immediately identify the Jordan logo than they would the Bulls logo. I can promise you. I I'm promise not upset you. I'm not upset at that. I'm not upset at that. But I'm sure most people, if you blacked out a, a Jordan logo and a Lakers logo, people wouldn't know what a Lakers logo was. If you blacked out an NBA logo, they wouldn't know what that it was either. Yeah. What did I, know what again, what did I just say? I think was. Jordan, but listen. Yes, but, listen, but I said I the say? shoes are bigger Jordan. than him. Listen, but he met him listen. as a person? People don't just know who Michael... If you know who Michael Jordan is, you know he played basketball. I, and you know he you got know shoes. He played, you, you may know he... Yes, yes. Again, you may know he played basketball, but you may know... You may not know shit about him, the basketball player, besides he played basketball. Gee, but if you see the man, you only see him in a basketball uniform. You don't see that man outside of a basketball uniform when you see him. But when you... The people that generally see Michael Jordan, you see him I'm in a basketball saying, uniform. Yes, but you might not know anything about his basketball career. The, the biggest thing he's done is these shoes. You might know he played basketball, but you might not know nothing about this man's basketball career, which is why you do this documentary which and why exactly everybody's so why damn it needs shocked. To be in a documentary. What? Which is exactly why it needs to be in a documentary. You arguing about that part being in a documentary. Why? That's exactly why it needs to be in a documentary. No, it's a part of the Bulls' history. No. That's a part of Jordan's history. I don't Gee, know if that's the a Bulls part brand the Bulls is not history. as big as it is. If Michael Jordan isn't as big as it is, if the shoes ain't as big as that is, every fucking commercial he's in, he's in Bulls colors. If you the Bulls, yes, that's free marketing for you. What are you talking about? The Bulls brand ain't gonna be as big as it is without Michael Jordan. Vice versa. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. He go to Orlando, he ain't gonna be that goddamn big. I disagree with that. I think Michael Jordan would have been big where no, where he wouldn't. Where have. Jordan I, big in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Shaq, Shaq was big in Orlando. In Orlando. Stop yeah, it. Yes, but Shaq was big in Orlando. Shaq was in movies in Orlando, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't Kazam come out when he was with the Magic? If I'm not mistaken, Blue Chips did. I know for sure. Yeah, Blue Chips did. So, like, yeah, I think, which I disagree. I think not as big we, of a star, though. I think that Shaq, I think that Shaq, Okay, so Orlando versus Chicago. Shaq getting drafted. He a star wherever he go. It's fucking Shaq. He not going to be still a star in movies. Chicago? Not really. What? I think that no, I think that because right, you bro. from Chicago, right, you yeah. putting Chicago on his pedestal. Chicago is the third largest media market I in the goddamn under, United States. I understand that, and at the same time, I still think these guys will be stars anywhere they go. Right. So why don't Why don't right. nobody wear Derrick Rose's shoes? People do wear Derrick Rose shoes. Are you crazy? Derrick Rose still got one of the most popular shoes in the world. They still Let's sell Google them out in China. Let's yeah, Google it. I don't disagree with you. He's still doing global tours. I'm sorry, he's still doing global tours. I'm just saying they're not Jordan. I mean, yeah, but also he tore his ACL, and he was never as good as he was before before the shoe came out. If he was as good as he was after the shoe came out. In 2018, it said D-Rose is not in the top five. Uh, Yeah, D-Rose is not in the top five of... um, He's still doing global shoe campaigns. He's still but got a new he shoe is, coming but, out every But, year. but, 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 listen, he is one of the top sellers in China. Um, one of the top sellers in China. 70% of the sales of the Adidas D-Rose line. Uh, 70% of the sales of the Adidas D-Rose line are from China. Um, but, yes, he is not 
in the top five of shoe sales. But in but China, he is He's nowhere near but in China, he was, he's big. still top five in shoe sales in the biggest market in the world. China's well, you're still saying the biggest... Chicago should have propelled him to be something that his shoes sales should have been something that they were he tore his Achilles. I'm That's sorry, I'm sorry. He tore his That's ACL. He has a point. The MVP? Huh? He has a point. He tore his ACL point. when he was the MVP. His shoes were selling the top. What do you mean? I don't think they were... Yeah, but I, what were they? They were. Yes, they were. Me. What do you mean? I was the man. Was How you still got a top five selling shoe after you like eight years after he you don't won MVP? Have, he doesn't have one. No, in Not China. In America. In, in China still matters. What do you mean? I Who do you think buying all these damn team. shoes? I was managing. Okay, so Eric Rose won the MVP. We didn't carry his shoe. That don't mean that they weren't selling around the world. Kobe Bryant sold more Kobe's around the world than he sold in America. His shoe is bigger around the world. These guys are international yeah. stars. I'm not looking at what they're doing in the U.S. Just because you can get $100 million in a U.S. box office, okay, go do it overseas. Same shit with The Rock. Even you, Literally. He said, yeah, I could be a big movie star in America, but if, to be a big movie was, star around the world is a different thing. The what? point was... The point was, the point was, if Chicago propelled you so much, why, why didn't D Rose because he shoes tore his hit the ACL, height? and it's a difference between you being Michael Jordan winning. How many MVPs did he win? Five MVPs, five MVPs and six rings versus you tearing your ACL after you won your first MVP. The shoes also just weren't that cool either, which is another reason that's why the shoes also weren't that cool. He never get past anything because he was no longer the MVP. No, I'm telling ACL. you, the design of the shoe wasn't that cool. On top of everything else, the design of the shoe wasn't that cool. And to be honest with you, who liked the design of the new Jordans? You buy a Jordan 28, Jordan 30s? To be honest, you buy a team Jordans? Huh? Yeah, but. I'm asking a question. You buy a team Jordans? No, but. Jordan 28s, Jordan 25s, Jordan 20s? Uh. To hoop in, sure, you might buy it as far as like to wear outside. No, but again, Jordan's has so many things that he can retro, even bronze. People wear bronze, yes, people like retro, the design but, of bronze. Retro in them is old designs, yes. You, okay, then I don't ever think people like the design of D Rose's shoe as much. I disagree with that. that. If it's a whole market, you telling me on the other, on the other side of the world, then there are people that like those shoes. There, Stephon Marbury there, sold a hell of a lot of shoes, G. He sold a hell of a lot of shoes, and most of them was in China. I don't want to hear that. He still had a top-selling shoe. I remember that shoe. That shoe was all over the hood, too. That shoe was over the hood more than D-Rose shoes was. Yes, I agree, which is why I would never say nobody bought Steph's shoes. A lot of people bought Steph's shoes. The only reason why it didn't work was because that company went south because of some shit. The company went south in, like, America, so we brought it back up in China, like, we saw at the market. But, nah, mad people had them um Starberries. I remember. Derrick Rose doesn't tear his ACL. Of course, he's gonna be a big star. He's never gonna be as big of a star as Michael Jordan, but nobody is. Nobody's gonna mean more to basketball than Michael Jordan who has, because Michael Jordan took the game global. Listen to the documentary. The other players that aren't Michael Jordan say Michael Jordan took the game global. He didn't I'm say that. Which is also why, which is also why I say Michael Jordan's a much bigger entity than the NBA or the uh, Bulls. I just think what Michael. I think Michael Jordan has surpassed all of that. Can't be bigger than basketball. Yes, the fuck you can. you can. Michael Jordan is bigger than basketball. People know basketball is synonymous with the NBA. It is. You want to be like Mike. But, G, Michael Jordan is transformed into culture. G, you don't have to give a fuck about basketball at all to care about Michael Jordan. And that's because of the Michael shoe. Jordan would be nothing without that's basketball. The big so, therefore, the you have to care that about basketball. That don't mean you can't be bigger than it, though. You can't that's be the bigger than basketball. Yes, you can. Yes, it is. 
MJ made shoes for jeans. John Wall made shoes to play ball. Or uh, Derrick Rose made shoes to play ball. Who made shoes for jeans? MJ. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know about at the time if he made shoes for Jimmy. I, mean, I don't I mean, know what the I mean, thought yeah, process was. I mean, like, I don't know what the well, thought think, process I think, was. I think after '98 hit, they started making them for jeans. Well, even when even when he said that he wore the ones at Madison Square Garden for that last game, like he was talking about, man, the technology's different now. He's like, we make we make shoes sexy now. We make them cool now. Like you could definitely they tell that he feel definitely better had on your like feet too. Dude, ones hurt so bad. Exactly, that's what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about the design. The design was cool, but that shit probably hurt like hell. He probably had he probably had a hell of a time dropping them points. He was like, damn. Allegedly, allegedly, his feet were also too big for the shoes, and that's why his feet were bleeding. Because he had like they were like literally an old pair, and I guess his feet had grown some allegedly, which Mike they didn't mention. Like, why didn't y'all mention that shit? I'm like, yo, why are your fucking feet bleeding? Do you got to put some context behind why your whole ass feet bleeding? Yeah, that's funny. They just, they just but, made the one sound dusty. Yeah, but all right, guys, let's go ahead. This is a good convo. I enjoyed it, man. Josh, thanks for coming through, man. Go ahead, yes, and talk sir. to the people. Let them know where they can find you at. Uh, I man, I got no social media. I, I just do, I just do me. Just be you looking ain't at got no Twitter. Okay, never mind. Nappy right. underscore mind. f underscore baby. I, I, I you put your, me. I put your name on your on your video. Your Twitter handle is that bad? No, nah, no. Nah. So that you means can find you can't. You at work and be like, oh shit, this you is can, Twitter handle. You can try and find me there. It'd be hard to find me. All right. It's on there, though. My bad, bro. I ain't mean to blow up the spot. No, no. Maybe you'll get some action. Maybe I'll actually use it now. Yeah, do it. Go use it. But Go ahead, man. Thank you for coming through. We appreciate it. But also, you're a 76ers fan. Super quickly before you get out of here, give me uh, your one-minute assessment of what the 76ers are and who they could be in the future. I have an unpopular opinion where I would like to trade Ben Simmons. I would like to, I would like to trade one of the one of the big two. I'd like to see what we could do as a real team. I want I want a real coach to come in here, put Big Joel accountable. First of all, I'm afraid Joel's going to come out of this quarantine like 350 pounds because that dude don't eat nothing but garbage. I I, I want to see someone actually put him on the post, not let him pull up so many threes. I want to see, I want to see him get scrappy. I want to see him actually. Take the ball out of Ben's hands and make him play as a big and earn his way back into the point guard position. I can see – I'd love to see a real point guard come and see what they're capable of, see what they could actually do with uh, moving off the ball, have someone who actually knows what to do with the ball instead. I'd love to see – I'd love to see Joel actually be that dominant big man that we know he could be. Do we know that? We do. We've seen it. Shaq said it. Shaq seen it. I I feel like if Shaq seen that little bit that that could be real, that could actually be something. We, we don't know. We don't stay down there. He, he wants to pull threes. That that drives me insane. Like watching him pull up that three from the from the top of the key drives me insane. I can't watch Sixer games anymore because of it. I respect it. I respect it. But 
Thank you, Josh, for coming through. As always, it's your boy TPJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at RealTPJ. That's R-E-E-L-T-P-J. It's a film joke if you don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, on Hoops and Brews, uh, do not drink and drive if you're under 18 or under the age of 21 in America. You better be fucking drinking. Don't do it. It's, uh, it's wrong. And if you're out there in Canada and you're under 18 and you're drinking, bro, I'm watching you. I'm on your ass, B. But also, all y'all, make sure you stay at home, follow protocols, make sure you stay healthy during all this you know, you know, stuff that's going on in the situation. As always, this is Hoops and Brews. We drink beer. We talk basketball. And this show co-stars Rap Extraordinary. Pavi, go ahead. Get your plug in. Talk to the people. As always, man, follow me on Twitter at PavyWorld, P-A-V-Y World, all one word, Paverse.com. Go check that out. Yes, sir. And until next time, we will get up with you all. We appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will be back with another guest next time. Until then, this has been Hoops and Brews. Peace out. Roller dance, you pulling, now you know it. Fresher than a mass contract. Pulling, now we walking, then we walking in the back. Picking up babies, doing your thing, but it's all good. You a cold mama, see the yeah, it's all good. Then that ass looking nice, girl, it's all good. Then her titties looking good, damn, it's all good. Where you wanna go? You a cold motherfucker, we can roll, we can roll, we can go. Motherfucker, I'll take you anywhere you wanna go, cause that ass off. Take you anywhere you wanna go, cause that ass off. I wanna buy a stock out like Microsoft. I wanna buy a stock out like Microsoft. Girl, let me buy a stock out like Microsoft. I wanna hit that pussy, cause that shit is Microsoft. Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater. Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater. Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater. Come A body year ago, at night was spiritual We get to talking and I'm feeling some spiritual We get to talking and I feel as if I know you do That we ain't never met, we ain't never sat in the space And had the conversations that we having But when we get to heaven and I'm feeling so immaculate I'm feeling like I met the baddest bitch, tell me more Oh, you a real estate agent Manager at Crestation You said the garlic noodles is your favorite dish But I could come through and get what I want Well I could take you up on the offer Next weekend, but for now I'm peeking Majid Jordan fills the room that we speak in While I get deep in, you a Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater Cold little mama Zita, she got a heater Come If you